Good evening, everybody. Welcome in to Talking in Cars with DJs. I am your host, Ultimate DJs. And for those of you listening in fluffer time for the last 10 minutes, what a show. Thank you guys very much for being here. I will be accepting all donations. I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, Good evening, everyone. This is your Sunday night edition, and uh, as uh, you guys know, Bubba Joe and Big Country filled in for me this past Wednesday, did a fantastic job. Thank you, guys. I did have a chance to listen, Stephen Zarin. I listened to it earlier today um, in preparation for what I might get into tonight, and uh, it was a great listen. Man, some great feedback from the community, and I heard some things, and I chuckled at a few things, and, and I'm thinking to myself, Stephen Zarin, ha. Huh, if they only knew. Because, see, I do know. I do know, which is why I'm also going to give you some hints tonight. Just a couple, maybe one or two. All right? Woo-hoo. Just one or two. Uh, something a little bit maybe we can we can look forward to. I heard a couple of really interesting uh, hypotheses on the last show. I will uh, tell you right here and now, more than one of you were exactly right about upcoming content. <laughs> See, now I'm not going to tell you who it is. All right. I'm going to let you think about it. Okay. I'm going to let you go back and listen so that you guys can decide uh, who may have the more plausible theory on what's going to be happening over yeah, the next several believe weeks. Believe it or not. Uh, that's right. Over the next several weeks. So uh, special thanks to uh, Bubba Joe and, and Big Country. I even labeled the episode. I don't know why this has never come to mind, because it's a podcast title in and of itself, Karkin. Talking Trek Live with Bubba and Big. Like, how has that never come to mind before? It is the name of a podcast. Off the tongue, right? Yeah. Talking Trek with Bubba and Big. It's a perfect, perfect podcast title. So special thanks to them. Uh, really, really appreciate that. Uh, in the meantime, tonight we're going to get into a couple of things uh, regarding duality, which is drawing to a close here in just about 16 hours from the time of taping, and uh, talk to you guys a little bit about what we saw this month, uh, which is, again, largely what you guys did on Sunday. Um, but I want to take some of your feedback, and I want to point you in a direction, possibly, of what we may or may not see moving forward. All right, and and what I mean by that is I may actually be inclined tonight to tell you a couple of the things that we can look forward to. I do have a couple of hints that I'm going to provide to you, not even necessarily 100% related to the next arc, but just something that could be coming. All right, Um, we take a look at our calendar, and uh, we see that there is indeed... A holiday upcoming, Stevens Aaron. A holiday that, uh, as far as I know, gosh, correct me if I'm wrong. I am totally 100% internationally uh, uneducated. Is Halloween a thing that gets celebrated in New Zealand? Does Halloween happen uh, over in the European Union? APAC, do not, you not dress a... up like ghosts and goblins and beg strangers for candy? No, kind of, but not really. Oh, not as big as America. Well, then I'm here to tell you, folks. Uh, (laughs) Here to tell you, um, Scopely will yet again take an American holiday and force it upon the entire world. Uh, (laughs) That is uh, that is going to happen. But it's not as big as somebody call a retail big like um, America. Gotcha. Well, see, 
I'm very, I'm very uneducated about those types of things. But uh, nonetheless, obviously, we do know that that is just around the corner. And as most holidays are observed, um, Scopely does have something somewhat planned. So let's go back in time. Let's begin the show tonight by going back in time, Steven Aaron, to Halloween 2020. Can anybody remember what actually happened one year ago this month when Scopely decided that they were going to do the first ever uh, Star Trek Fleet Command introduction to Halloween? Anybody remember? It was, uh, it was actually... Yeah. You hit hostels and got candy, right? That's right. Uh, it was, yeah. it Gummy was gummies. It was gummies. That's right. Star Trek Fleet Command gummies. And uh, crazy enough, a lot of people really actually enjoyed that event. If you remember, uh, the event paid well. All right. Uh, as a matter of fact, I went back and looked for my research. Uh, I went and tried to find my spreadsheet on where we basically did all this math last year. Because it's not just a straightforward event, is it, Steven Zarin? Last year's no, Trek or Treat, all right, and yeah. you guys, uh, listen, I don't even know if I did a vid. Did I do a video on that? I don't even know if I did. I think we did a podcast on it, and I would encourage you, maybe, possibly, by chance, to go back and watch fellow content creator Rev Deuce uh, on his Trek or Treat video. If we did one, you know, you watch ours, too. Uh, I don't know if we did one. Steven Zarin could look in our YouTube. Uh, look at our YouTube to see if we actually did one. I, that might have been before we were really doing a whole lot of YouTube. Um, yeah, we did. 2020. We definitely were not doing YouTube in 2019. I can promise you that. Uh, um, oh my gosh, there trick. it is! Look, Looter found it! See, he knows my content better than I do. I don't even remember. You guys watch that! Alright? Yeah. Because I'm here to tell you, um, this year is going to be somewhat similar. Obviously, Scopely does like to sometimes revisit older mechanics, and then sometimes they may even tweak upon them. They may play on them just a little bit. They may make them a little bit better. They could make it a little bit worse. All right? <laughs> but um, what, I, what I can tell you is that this year's event is uh, going to be Trek or Treat 2021, and you will again be dealing in the currency of gummies um <clears throat> the uh the mechanics are still going to be there does anybody remember the mechanics you could eat the gummies you could share the gummies if i'm not mistaken right yeah uh there yeah. was a third one i don't remember what it was sell it sell the gummies no, i don't think that was it i don't know uh, i don't remember i can't remember now there were three different mechanics of how you could use these gummies. And uh, these gummies basically allowed you to focus on different areas of, of reward. All right. So we'll talk very briefly about that uh, coming up maybe a little bit later in the show. Uh, because I don't honestly remember a great deal of the mechanics. That's right. You could sell them. Yeah, you could sell them. And Mothership is right. It was something surrounding factions. Well, you're 100% right. As a matter of fact, all of these gummies, there were three different gummies, right? One for the Klingons. You had the Klingon Gok. All right? You had the Federation Tardigrade, and you had a Romulan Legionary. Those were the three gummies that you got last year. And then what you decided to do with those gummies determined your reward. What you did with those gummies 
determined what you were paid if you decided to eat it. All right, if you decided to keep it for yourself, you got a decent little chunk of faction credits, right? It was a good little chunk. You got some resources and materials in there, but faction credits were the big winner in these things last year. Then, if you decided to uh, decided to to share it, I think with your alliance. Ah, uh, let's see. Let's look. What do we got here? We had. Oh, so, oh, these are the packs. No, no, I'm trying to remember what the options were. You had okay. Here we go. Eat, share, and sell. That's what it was. Man, look at the looter with the screenshots on tap. Eating them gave you the faction credits. Sharing them, <clears throat> ultimately, Stevens Aaron, could get you more. All right, do you remember? Like, here's what it was. Yeah, if you did your alliance help with... If you could get your entire alliance on board, if you got your entire alliance on board with sharing them with your team, it was a much smaller amount, but there was no limit. You could share it. uh, Basically, you could get 70 different alliance gifts. All right? And if you were able to do that, it was actually much more profitable than just eating them yourself. But then you had those holdouts like Stony Dude who says, I'm not sharing. No, because he wanted to sell his gummies. And selling the gummies actually gave independent credits. Oh boy, Stevens Aaron, and would not be independent credits ever more important than they are today. With the influx of new yeah, officers. They were, they were very important back then, yeah, because they were very important then. Yeah, they were super important then. They're even more important now. You've got even and more Borg officers. Yeah, you've got even both, more. That's right. That's right. Exactly. You had active nanoprobes. I see them there. You had independent credits. And oh, those yeah. were wildly important. They are even today, probably even more so. All right. Probably even more so. So you've got um, Captain Planet says they were limited. So it was sell and share. Uh, well,. No, no, the Alliance ones weren't limited. That that was what you wanted. You wanted, if you were going to pursue that route, you wanted you had, everybody. Um, like three limit. So on, sell, on, on buying on, them. You had limit, limit three, yeah. On sell, well, limit one of share and limit three of eight. Well, okay, yeah, right, right. One. But that's that was based on the number of gummies. <coughs> that was based on the number of gummies that you acquired. Yeah. All right. That was based on the number of gummies you acquired. So, and of course, there was a way to acquire more, right? There was a way to buy more of these opportunities as well. It was almost, um, I guess, almost somewhat like uh, event tickets could be described, uh, Stephen Darren, because there was a limited number that you could earn, but then you could buy additional ones that then you could again redeem or share or sell or eat or whatever. So, the bottom line is there was some interesting mechanics and there was some deep math with this event that struck players in such a way that there was a path towards maximizing um, your your payout. And you're right, Captain Oblivious. We did. We maximized the payout last year. We told you because I found the spreadsheet. I found it with all the math. Now, the reason that I don't want to get into that this year is because... We are not necessarily going to do a lot of that math up front because we've also been told 
that the that the structure of this uh, of these mechanics have changed, and rightfully so. It's been an entire year, and if one thing that we've been harping on Scopely to do, it's to keep things fresh, right? Keep it fresh. Let's let's you know find ways to keep this engaging, reiterate on it, and really truthfully, most people really enjoyed Trek or Treat last year. Well, uh, we can look forward to to something like that again this year. Now, what are they paying this year? That is what we don't yet know. We would presume that some of the basic resources and materials are going to continue uh, to make them, uh, you know, to, to pay out what we're kind of used to. But there's a lot of stuff this year that they could throw in that would be very beneficial. There's new things that could be incorporated. And there's new math that could present themselves as to whether or not sharing it with your team or eating it for yourself or even selling it uh, in this case for the independent credits could be better. What if, what if they don't sell? What if they sell it for tokens of steel? Well, then that's probably going to be less important to some people. On the other hand, it could be very important to someone else. You know, So getting your entire team on board is going to be kind of paramount to looking at this. And obviously, yeah. you're going to have to determine what the math is going to be up front. All right. Before you and your team decide to make a decision on, on how you're going to pursue these uh, these Halloween events, you're going to have to determine what path is best for our team. Do we want to, you know, be every man for himself, or do we want to try to coordinate for an ultimately better payout for everyone? And uh, so, you know, there there are things that could work their way into there uh, that I've seen in the chat. Uh, Alliance exocomps could be worked in. Absolutely, cloaking tokens and tetrions could be included. Um, there's a lot of stuff that could be included. So, um, ultra recruit tokens. Yes. <laughs> ultra recruit tokens could be included. Trait XP. All right. Absolutely. There's a lot of stuff that could present itself as valuable this year. And, uh, I'm looking forward to diving into the math and finding the logic and, uh, and sharing that with you. In the coming days, as we approach a spooky, spectacular Halloween of 2021. Um, that being said, uh, we can look forward to that in between uh, the arcs this year. And with that, of course, probably, most likely, our normal lineup of extracurricular events, Stephen Aaron, as we get ready to close the arc uh, of duality. So what could be coming after that. During the show with Bubba and Big, I heard a lot of uh, comments. I actually heard a lot of praise. Crazy enough. Heard a lot of praise regarding duality. And ironically, when you guys taped that show, Stephen Aaron, on Wednesday, you had not yet seen the Ultra Recruit chest change. Or, for that matter, the transporter pattern changed. So, it was super awesome to me to hear you guys talking about sourcing and then uh, and then Scopely pop right out and say, Hey, what's up, Talking Trackers? Got you. We got you. All right. Uh, so, let's talk about this Ultra Recruit chest change. Now, I have seen some of the comments in chat. I Even though I've been really busy, Stephen's there, and I have not been 
completely oblivious to what's been going on here in the chat. I've been watching, all right, and I've seen. I've, I, I've been lurking a little bit. I have seen a couple of people be like, "Ah, oh, well, makes complete sense now. Makes complete sense that that they wanted us to spend the all our ultras before this happened." Um, <laughs> I, I, I know. Listen, no one will ever believe me. No one will ever believe me. But two totally different teams, and they were not coordinated. It was such a stupid coincidence. I. I let me tell you. First of all, before anybody says that they don't believe me, let me just ask: Does anybody actually find it like feasible that left hand doesn't talk to the right hand? All right, like we say this all the time, right? <laughs> I, I would assume that's that's part for the course. Hopefully, but. Oh, handy, handy. When this happened, like. Okay. <laughs> so you knew nothing about it, I, is what you're telling us. I I am telling. No, I did not know anything about it when Ultras okay. came. When when the Ultra I event came you. out. Let me tell you. I actually, when they told me, when they told me that they were going to launch the revamp of the Ultra Chess, I legit said, and I know I'm going to tell you this because I I always share with you guys everything that I do in my feedback. Okay, I always tell you what I sent in my feedback. I legit said, you know, may not actually be a terrible idea to hold this off for like a week or two. Like, not don't do it, right? Just just wait just a second because the timing is horrible. The timing is terrible. They're never going to believe that it wasn't on purpose. Um, and I was like, hey, we've waited for three years. Like, what's another 10 days? <laughs> you know, Andy, I was like, I was like, oh my God, reception of this That's is awesome. just going to be, it's going to be terrible. But I will tell you, I was so pleased. I was so pleased watching the chat without being a big part of it. I was really, really pleased watching not only here, but on the official discord, uh, in a lot of discords I was in. Players felt like this was such an overwhelming net positive, and I was so glad to see you guys say that. Um, I really was <clears throat> genuinely worried about two different things, and we can talk about them tonight. Let's talk about these in detail. One, I was worried, of course, that everybody was going to be like, oh, evil Scopely draining us of ultras right before they make a great change. Well... Again, left hand, not talking to the right hand. It happened. It is what it is. Uh, obviously, I can totally see how somebody could believe that. Um, but be that as it may, it still happened the way that it happened. Now, Captain Planet says, I don't know if draining is the right terminology. And you're right. You're right. You're talking some players had to pull six chests. That would be 4,800 ultras. Some players had to pull nine chests. Would have been seventy two hundred ultras. Certainly not well, draining, but but there were some players who did not typically hoard that resource. Right, resource. Well, that's right. That's what I was going to say. Is like a lot of people were complaining about the event and they didn't have the ultras anyway. So even if they did bring this change out with the ultras, people still wouldn't have had the ultras anyway. Well, I think a lot of us are really excited about the. Uh the transport patterns, you know, adding the few <laughs> officers there. Oblivious. Yeah, that's hilarious. He's like, let's not go back to who did and didn't have ultras. That horse is already glue. 
That's right. That is fantastic, and I love it. And you know what? Perfect. Uh, we will good. we'll move on from that. That's fantastic. Oh, that's great. Uh, we'll move on from that. So the second thing, the second thing that I would have been a little bit worried about was the community's complaints, which I did see the community's complaints on dilution. Now, um, I will say that Scopely, I believe, proactively, crazy enough, Stephen Zarin, if you go back and decide to put in any sound effects, put in a dramatic stager right here, proactively, not reactively, but proactively, uh, address players' concerns about dilution by adding an extra 20% of shards. Now, saying that we added 20% sounds a lot more than what it is. All right, it's an extra two shards, but that's an extra two shards per pull. All right, and that's every pull from now on until forever. Yes. All right, two extra shards per pull. Now, granted, for ops 30 plus players, for ops 30 plus players, this is 66 total officers now instead of 34. It almost doubled. All right, doubling it would have made it 68. There's now 66 officers in your ultra chest, all right? But you are getting two extra shards, and as Looter points out, accurately, by the way, two extra chances at a lucky draw, all right? Because we have discussed this in the past, uh, lucky draw is not calculated one time per chest. It's actually calculated one time per roll, all right? So you've got that 5% chance 12 different times to actually hit. All right. So instead, before it was 10 times, now it's 12 times. You, Even though the odds are small, you know, it's only 4% chance at a rare. It's a 1% chance, if you look at it in net figures, a 1% chance at a lucky pull of an epic. But it's there, and you've got 12 rolls to try to get to that spot. All right. So how are players celebrating? the addition of these new officers inside the Ultras. Uh, what we're going to do before... Actually, you know what? Let's do that now. Let's do that now. How are players <clears throat> celebrating this? I'd like to hear... And, Steven, Darren, you're going to have to help me with the stage. I can't even see... Yeah. I, I, I'm on my phone. All right, so I can only see chat or the stage. I can't see both. So if somebody's hands are up, I can't see it. So, Steven, Darren, do we have anybody on the stage who would like to come up and talk about uh, what they have decided to do with their ultras now i you know what this is great i actually want to read this comment dj froggy says we can't celebrate djs you told us to save them and that is that's true that's absolutely true i'm kind of curious what players are are giving into the temptation versus what players may be actually preparing for next month's arc uh, I'd like to talk about this a little bit. Swagger also asked the question and says, I'd kind of like to ask the $64,000 question, how many more phases of officer release are there? Uh, let me answer this, Swagger, by simply saying that not only in my announcement, but also in the announcement from Old Man himself on the official Discord. This is part one of a multi-step approach to revisiting or or targeting or or fixing dare i say the issue of officer sourcing 
And and this, I, let me be honest. When this plan was revealed to me, they were only going to initially tell you about what they were launching in the game, which was this ultra chest. All right, this revised ultra chest, and and that was it. They weren't going to go into multi steps and multi plan, you know, and all this and other. And, and I. I kind of came back and I said, you know, there's there's one reason why I might. And I know you guys don't like to talk about things that are coming. Listen, we don't have to put a timeline on it. We can say in the coming months. That could mean anything, Stevens Aaron. I mean, it could be two months. Yeah. It could be 22 months. All right. Let's use the term in the coming months. All right. But let's also let players know that what is coming legitimately and 100% was actually created by members of the community. I can tell you 100% that what is still to come was player-invented. And it is, and, and I encourage Scopely to, to tease that fact. The reason that I wanted it teased was for two reasons. One, I didn't want the claims of dilution to be overwhelming. I didn't want the claims of dilution to be the, the complaint that may potentially have overcome the net positive that this particular change can be. So I wanted to let players know that, hey, there's still more to come. This is not everything. And even if you're maybe a little bit fussy about the dilution, just know it will actually continue to get better. Like, this is step one. All right? But two... I kind of just wanted Scopely to, to acknowledge the fact that this was, in fact, player-created, Stevens Aaron. Yeah. Because, because here's the thing. <laughs> With all the love in the world and respect in the world to the developers of this game, players kind of know what we want a little bit better than they do most of the time. You know, yes. so if something was was player created, all right, if this was player derived, then there might actually be an outside chance that it's better than usual. Possibly, <laughs> possibly. I'm not saying that it would be. Highly likely. <laughs> it's certainly possible. Okay. So the fact that Scopely, I mean, when did we have this conversation? When was the survey about transporter patterns? That was in like March, wasn't it? February? March? Like February or something? Yeah. All right. This this has been eight months in the making. You know, they came out then and said, we are working on a system to overhaul the officer sourcing problem in this game. Like overhaul the whole thing. You remember they when they said that, Stephen Aaron? We are yeah. looking at yeah. a mechanic, a system to change everything. Now, the fact that it took eight months and the fact that now they're telling us that this was, in fact, player-created kind of tells me that back in February they were like, hey, we're going to start on this. <laughs> Not that we're working on it now, but we're going to get started soon. <laughs> That's what that tells me. All right. But it also tells me, community, that they did that so that we could start talking about it. Because I can tell you, 
I'm here to tell you, Divine, whoever was mocking me for saying that a minute ago, I'm here to tell you, they chose a member of this community, not from official Discord, not from, from any other Discord, not from the VIP server, not from the whale server. This player presented this plan in this chat. Now, I'm not to say that Scopely chose it because it was in this chat. I'm just here to tell you that the plan that we see was created here by a player in this chat room. And that makes me so happy. Makes me so excited. Um, I, Looter says, show yourself. Here's the thing. That player doesn't even know who he is. So, so this is what's great about it. If you were one that wrote out an idea, if you were one that wrote out a plan, <laughs> it could be yours. You won't know till you see it. All right, but there were a lot of people that came up with different ideas and different plans. Scopely literally saw all of that and talked about it and, and hashed it around and have created a plan. And I'll be honest with you, I like the plan. I like the plan. So that was one reason that I wanted to that I wanted to, to make sure that those two things were, were touched on. And I'm really, again, very pleased. Um, and, 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 you know, I actually, I chuckled Stevens Aaron because even Bubba Joe said during the Wednesday show that I get, I'm happy about a lot of things that I get excited about a lot of things. That's true. That's true. I acknowledge that I'm a, I'm a half, I'm a, I'm a glass half full kind of guy, Yeah, but it really makes me very happy when I see Scopely make a decision like the one that they are making here with officer sourcing. Uh, and even within step one, which, hey, listen, maybe a little bit of dilution, but hey, 20% more shards. Same cost, by the way. Two shards free. All right. Yep. <laughs> Buy 10, get two free. Didn't change in price. <laughs> All right. Didn't change in price. So just giving you two extra shards. And uh, not only that, but now officers who have never been available. I mean, we've yes. been screaming. I don't know if big country is here. We've been screaming about the TOS officers. Check. We've been screaming about Lorca. Check. We've been screaming about uh, whomever. All of them. Every one of them. Barring a couple. Let's talk about these couple. Who watched our video that we posted on the YouTubers today? On the YouTubes, we posted a video here a few hours ago, and we talked about a couple of officers that didn't make the cut. Why wouldn't they make the cut, Stevens, Aaron? Let's talk about a couple of officers. First of all, let's, um, let's talk about the officers who did not make the cut. All right, anybody identify um, a couple of officers? Spock the Avenger says, Harrison, correct. Nothing better says, Tal, correct. Um, okay, you guys talking about Harrison and Tal? Okay, very good. Uh, Curon is in the Ultra now, just as a quick heads up there. Yep, Gripster says Picard, correct. Uh, Kirko says Jayla, correct. Mishra says 5 of 10. Nope, she's in the Ultras. She is in the Ultras, okay? Now, Vinius says, uh, all right, Vinius, I'm going to come back to your, I'm going to come back to your idea here in just a second, okay? Uh, the reason that a couple of these officers, you guys are missing one. Ah, there's Biggs. He comes through. Biggs comes through with the, uh, the final winner. Data. Commander Data. Oh, nope, that's right. Wolf, you got the final word. Khan. Khan is not in there either. 
Okay. Oh, Dietle with the uh, with the closeout. Leslie not in there now. Okay. Leslie not in there. So let's talk about why some of these are not there. Scopely was very clear to me. I probably am okay to say this to you. Uh, I think there's a pattern. Scopely was clear to me that they did not want to affect any existing event loop. All right, and I think that I put this I put this in the video with, with a couple of exceptions. Okay, so let's talk about, there were two reasons, event loop and then just either value slash concern. Okay, let's just go ahead and knock these out. Value slash concern. Well, value, okay, Picard, clearly 180 shards on the unlock. Okay, Picard, obviously pretty daggone valuable to them okay they're 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 kind of they're kind of wanting to maybe hang on to that one for another day okay uh harrison harrison just because he's always been something uh that scopely has valued that's always been something that we've proven is valuable listen when harrison's auction came out i thought people were going to open second mortgages on their homes all right. When when Harrison came back out here about six months ago in his first ever auction, I legit saw point scores unlike anything I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay, so we keep proving time and time and time again to Scopely that Harrison is valuable. Why? I have no idea. He's not as valuable today as he once was. He does still have value. Don't get me wrong. He does still have value, but he's not as valuable as he was two years ago. Why we were willing to about that. There, but you know what? Again, he has his uses and he's got some niche cases. Listen, Harrison is still probably a great use on a pylum. Pillum, however you want to say it. All right. I'm sure he's pretty strong there. I'm sure that maybe on the possibly, possibly the uh oh, can't remember the name of the, the new is it the North Cut? Yes, the North Cut, the new G5 Uncommon, which is an interceptor. Although I don't like the firing pattern on that ship, so I don't think yeah, there's... Yeah, Iggy, Iggy points out an important one. Stations. Well, yeah, cracking bases could be really important. Uh, or the listen, other way around. Well, that's right, Ben Station Defense. Listen, I'm not saying that he doesn't have uses. I, I, I certainly believe that he has uses. I just don't know if it's if it's if he is working as intended now, or if he's OP, like he was two years ago. Okay, I mean he's still a very potent he's, officer. He's still, he's still very, very, very strong, and more than just the PvP scenario. <clears throat> well, maybe so. And Scopely seems to agree with you, and says, "Hey, we're gonna hang on to that one." Crazy enough, I didn't know this. I, I'm just gonna and listen. If if you if you can easily answer this, Gregor, I'd love to know. Tal was withheld from the uh, from the pack. Because according to Scopely, Tal is still broken. Well, however he's broken, he's not broken in the same way he was broken. That's correct. <laughs> he is not broken in the same way that he was broken. But they still say he's not functioning properly. So Tal was not released because he's still broke. All right. Um, so cause sla or value slash concern. There you go. Value slash concern. You got Picard. You got Harrison. You got how okay uh let's talk about event loops all right event loops no see andor that's just it towel's not op certainly not anymore they they literally 
they sucked the life right out of what people were using him for. <laughs> All right. Like, yeah, like, trust me that nobody, nobody is happy that that got quote unquote fixed. All right. And Scopely says that it's still not quite right. Uh, but now ain't nobody happy about that. All right. He is not super OP. I can promise you. Uh, that said, uh, let's talk about event loops. Okay. Jayla from the leader's chest of Swarmatas. Although that is just an absolute, <sighs> it's an absolute terrible sourcing. As a matter of fact, I may argue, I may argue that now as far as events go and ultra recruits and all this other transporter patterns, blah, 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 that may now be the single most ridiculous form of sourcing in the game. It wasn't before. Lorca was definitely the before. G4 Armada chest, oh, that was ridiculous sourcing. All right. One data shard for a five-day assignment with a 20% crit chance, that's ridiculous sourcing. All right. A 16, a quote-unquote 16% drop rate in a leader's chest of a Swarmata that cost rare directives. All right. That one now has, has taken first place, Gregor. Listen, there's been a lot of great changes in the last couple of days. All right. That's not to say that new problems won't take their place. Please don't think that I'm complaining, Scopely. I am not. I'm just saying, listen, if you solved Lorca, which I believe that you did, you've solved Data, which I believe that you have, all right? Now, Jayla from Swarmatas probably moves up to the front of the line, Gregor. What do you, do, I mean, yay? Nay? Yeah, I think so, and it has the least, like, overall impact on the game. Hmm... You know her. Her use case is so narrow. It's just it's not her use case. Her use case is swarm. You know, yeah. and 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 she's very effective in swarm. I've been using her, uh, and actually, thanks to talking track with Bubba and Big, there was a new crew dabbled in there. Now I don't know if anybody's used it yet. Today is Swarm Sunday. I should have tried to use it today, and I oh, did yeah, not. I did not think, I didn't even think about it. I literally just now reminded myself of the new crew that Big Country revealed to you as being the ultimate swarm crew. You got it, uh, Shinjo. Jayla in the captain's chair with Beverly on the side and Kang on the other side, stacked with a combination of defense and attack. All right. I am being told that it is just the bee's knees. Big country swears by it. All right. Shinjo says more loot and more kills than any crew I have ever tried, including mm. Pike, Moreau, and Talon. Folks, wowzers. Wowzers. Take that one. All right. Take that one and try it out here on a swarm Sunday. Okay. Jayla is captain. Kang on one side, Beverly on the other. Split up your defense and attack on the underside, and you've got a new swarm crew. All right. So, yeah, Gregor, I can agree with you that her use case could be somewhat narrow, but it's also a daily activity with a Sunday premiere. You know? Yeah, but the Sunday so, premiere is number killed, not level or size, really. Right, so even if you have the best Jayla in the world and she's maxed, you still got to kill the same number of swarm. Well, but you could be doing less damage to your expensive Franklin A, and you could be picking up more of the ever coveted Mark II frequency modulators since it literally takes tens of millions to upgrade down the line. 
So, um, you know, using her in the captain's chair is going to get you that loot bonus. Um, and uh, then her shot bonus, you know, ending the fight faster, taking less damage on a ship that does cost considerably more titanium to repair. So, uh, you know, yes, a narrow case, but she is Swarm. You know, and Swarm is a part of something you use every single day. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to see some sourcing on her be the, the next target of our loosening of the reins. But you've got Jayla, who's been locked away uh, exclusively through Swarmatas. That brings up Data. Data, same thing. His sourcing is now ATA. You know, this uh, cracks me up a little bit, Gregor. We see that they have held Data because he is primarily sourced through Away Team's Assignments <laughs> 2.0. But so is the Tribble, and so is yeah, Michael Barnum. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> So is the yeah. Tribble, and so is Michael Burnham. Now, I, again, I don't and feel... And, and TOS Spock. Transporters. So, TOS Spock was withheld from the Ultras, as was George O, because they're now in the Transporter Pattern store, which was also a very good move, especially with George O. I mean, wow. Yes. That, that is huge. That is huge. George O in the Transporter Pattern store... I mean, Gregor, is she maxed for you yet? No, I'm going to do it slowly so I max my spend, <gasps> get the most out of my spend. What? You crazy fool. You right. crazy fool. Here we're talking about efficiency and rebates and smart spending. And here I thought you were going to go max her out of tier five. Nah, guys, there is a method to the madness around here. All right. And uh, there is going to be a way to to focus in on this, just like I've actually been well, doing with, with uh, method. yeah, just like <laughs> I've been doing with the muds. You know, uh, I told you mud one. I've been slowly, slowly turning him up. All right, I don't have him maxed yet, but I will. Crazy enough, I'm probably going to finish maxing mud one before I start on GG. All right, I mean, I don't know if I should. But I'm going to because Mud 1 is important to me in my chase of Data, who is in Away Team's Assignments 2.0. Now, I did ask about this. Gregor, I'm not a 1,000% sure that I should share this, but I think, I think it's okay. So I'm going to share with you a fun little factoid from the Scopely Metrics data bank. All right. Are they going to fire you? I think, yeah, I mean, like, really? Like, well, I mean, well, they could. <laughs> <laughs> they could. <laughs> but they're not paying you, so it doesn't matter. Anyway. Probably true. Probably true. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, we've maybe have seen that. Uh, anyway, listen. Here's what's interesting. I asked, why is Data the only one that you're going to, quote, unquote, relate to ATA when you've got the Tribble and you've got Burnham and you've got TOS Spock. Would it interest you to know, well, community? Uh, Steven's Aaron, go ahead. Let me hear your theory. Why? Well, I was just going to say that 10 of 10, those, those officers were already in the Ultras before they've done this update. All right. Well, 10 of 10 was. That doesn't yeah. explain TOS Spock. It doesn't explain Michael Burnham. Mm. Future pack. Okay, maybe. Chest pull, maybe. Anybody else have any ideas? I see Criminal Ripper hiding in the background. Lorenzo says, uh, I spend my transporter patterns on 6 of 10. Should I change gears to GG? 
Is she better than six? Um, you know what? Hold that thought, Barenzo. I want to I come back to that uh, in just a second. It's not quite pertinent to what I'm, I'm talking about here, but right. that is a very good question. Should, now that TOS Spock is out, now that Gigi is out, should players change gears? My advice, crazy enough, my advice is going to be no. All right, I'll tell you why coming up here in just a minute. All right, but my advice is no. Um, now, you say data is OP, Goat Bear. Okay. I don't think that that has been established yet. All right. That is definitely my theory. That is my theory. I do believe data is going to be redonkulous one day. But I think, like Michael Barnum, it's going to take Tier 4 or Tier 5 before we see it, and nobody's there yet. All right. Um, let's see. What I think we they have? just sorted the officers backwards from Z to A and left the last one out. <laughs> that, was, that was their logic. Also possible. Oh, sorry. Goat beer. Go beer. Go bear. Go beer. It says go bear. Okay, anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, Psycho Killer says, I have data. I've never used it. Well, crazy enough, I now have data too, thanks to ATA 2.0. I also have not used him. Not at Tier 1. I'm going to hold out for a little while. I'm going to keep working. I'm grinding away. I will use ATA 2.0 to max Commander Data. And yes, I'm not stopping until he is maxed. Okay? I'm going all the way, Gregor. Maxing that officer. Why? Because I do believe that at Tier 4 and Tier 5, just like 6 of 10 was a sleeper agent, I do believe that is what Commander Data is. Now, that being said, there's two things that, well, one thing that gives me validation in that is that Scopely withheld him from the epic recruit chest. <laughs> Why would they withhold him if not for being a secret white horse or black horse, whatever you call it? What is the, what's the sleeper cell? All right? The guy that just pops out of nowhere, the Cinderella story. All right? Where all of a sudden, Data is now bomb digging. All right. Scopely might be feeding my paranoia by keeping him out of the ultra chest. Now I'm going to chase him even harder. There's a reason. All right. Now, the reason that Scopely gave me, the reason that Scopely gave me that they kept him out is actually crazy enough data driven. I don't mean officer data driven. I mean actual data, data, numbers, mechanics driven. Because crazy enough, Gregor, despite the fact that 10 of 10 and TOS Spock and Michael Burnham joined Data in ATA 2.0, out of all of those assignments, over 70% of them have been for Data. Community. Why? Why has over 70% of assignments for those four officers been dedicated to data because you guys everybody got close to but didn't get you guys know you guys at least have a sneaking suspicion 70 percent of players have been dedicating their ata to him 
How interesting. How interesting. Now, don't ask me why. I've told you why I'm doing it. Gregor just gave you the theory. Maybe it's just to cap off. Who knows? Gribster says maybe Data has interesting traits. Maybe. Don't know. Maybe you want Data so that you can use him for another assignment that you ultimately want. Who knows? But 70% of assignments related to those four officers have been related to Commander Data. So, he's valuable. Yank him out of there. Or, I mean, I'm kind of being facetious. Or just let him live his loop. Khan has Swarm Sunday. That's no secret. And arguably no sourcing problem there either. Even for a young player. All right. You can get Khan pretty daggone easy these days. All right. Who else is missing? TOS Spock. Well, he's in the transporter patterns. George O. Transporter patterns. Who else is missing? Who else is missing? We already talked about Picard. Leslie. Leslie's technically an uncommon. Won't ever show up in, a, in an ultra. So is Mackinnon. She's an uncommon. You know who did show up? Curon showed up. Two of ten yeah. showed up. Okay, two of ten is in there now, folks. All right. Looter says three of ten and four of ten. Ah, relevancy. Current, current officers. Not even done with that whole arc yet. Clearly. All right, so I, I wouldn't have expected that. All right. Wouldn't have expected that. Three of ten, too close. I agree. Ambassador Spock. <laughs> Ambassador Spock, who has yet to be introduced into the game. Hey, DJ? Yes. So, one note that you're remarking on is uh, how they're using Mug 1.0 for the away team assignment to get shards for data. I am. But those missions, as far as I'm concerned, they cap out at like 100% success. Like, uh, there's no above one multiplier for the mission. Correct. Uh, so the stats wouldn't be as important to pursue for MUD 1.0. Like if you maybe it gets you a little closer to pumping it up to a hundred percent, but if it doesn't take a lot of effort to put it to a hundred percent, then your shards might be better dedicated towards other officers. If it's actually genius. the traits are the real focus. That's actually genius because I am now. I, I, I so you're absolutely right. I am using, what I'm using for data is I'm using Jordy, who obviously is only tier one, who has low stats. I'm using Mud one, which is now tier four, all right, uh, who has good stats. And because that is an attack-based assignment, I have to supplement with something else. Now, right now, I am doing Gorkon. All right. Right now, I'm using Gorkon because he's not super crucial to my everyday gameplay. All right. I do use him under decks. All right. I do use him under decks, but um, he is an attack officer that does get me to 100% and doesn't require me to use Khan, for example. So here's my thinking and, and why I was considering this. All right. I am considering 
finishing out mud one because if I get him high, then I can use an uncommon officer in the third spot. I don't have to tie up Gorkon. I can use him back on my primary ship or use him somewhere else in a different assignment. That was my thinking. Now, you're right. That may be now less important than it would be to work on promoting another officer who could be really useful. It's actually a super good perspective that I had not considered. My thinking was I wanted to get Mud 1 high enough so that I didn't have to use another epic officer in the third slot. But if I just give up right where I'm at, then I can start working on start working on using and getting Gigi promoted up, and I use her in PvP. So her abilities matter, her stats matter. It's actually probably a good idea. Now, let's go back to Barenzo's comment. All right, Barenzo's question was, hey, I've been working on 6 of 10. Should I jump ship and now start working on Gigi? You know what? I think uh, that that question, I was going to say no, but you know what? Now that question may be better suited to what your objective is. Are you running a lot of armadas? If so, then you might want to keep working on 6 of 10. Are you doing more PvP? Then maybe you do want to start working on Giorgio. Or, if you're using them for away team's assignments, as was just pointed out to me, then perhaps, uh, perhaps you know, get your traits where you need them to be. And if you can, if you can get the stats where you need them to be, then maybe that be, that's a little less important. I don't know. Very good question, Lorenzo, and a good new answer. Who was that that said that, by the way? Because again, I'm not looking at the stage, so I can't uh, I can't tell. Blue, Blue Mandalorian. Excellent, excellent observation. And mm-hmm. now gonna. Now going to make me kind of rethink everything that I was thinking about. And just for a conspiracy theory to make you rethink the rethinking, (laughs) is is there going to be any feature stage where there's specific officers and new features that enable that multiplier to be re-enabled for extra boot sourcing of those officers? So, you know, we have never actually formally addressed this on the show. I, I, I have meant to because I have gotten clarification, and I know I've mentioned it in chat. Let me go ahead and tell you now, uh, since we've never done this officially on the show, that officially from, um, from Scopely Live Ops, actually not even from Live Ops, but from engineering themselves, the multiplier, the bonus multiplier that can go up to like, you know, two and a half, three, three and a quarter, whatever, uh, in the green bar. It is capped at one, one, like flat. It does not have a multiplier on the new away team's assignments missions, the new rainbow colored missions, uh, that give officer shards. Okay. Now to be perfectly honest with you, I haven't tested a blue on any of the other new rainbow missions. I presume that they are still giving a bonus. Are they giving a bonus on Latinum? Are they giving a bonus on away team's assignments credits? I'm almost sure that they are. I think I've only noticed the cap on the uh, epic missions that give like, the, the 12 officer shards. That's correct. And there is a, a reason for that that makes sense. They want 12 shards to be, that's the gift. That's the crit. 12 shards, not 14, not 17, 12. All right. So the bonus multiplier was disabled 
for those brand new um, those brand new now uh, brand new assignments that are given the twelve shards. Now, if you go back and pick up an old data assignment, all right, that was one shard in five days. And by the way, I have no idea why you would ever do that assignment. But if you were going to do that assignment, um, you could still use the bonus multiplier to get it to two shards. Okay, but again, no idea why you would ever do that assignment ever ever again. Um, some of these assignments are should now just really literally be taken out of the pool, in my opinion. But nonetheless, they're there. Uh, the brand new ones do not have a bonus multiplier because they're not going to allow you to get more than 12. Okay, so I don't think we've ever actually said that on the air, Blue. I've meant too many times. I keep forgetting about it. I'm sorry. But that is the official word and the official answer, and it is confirmed. By the way, one other thing that I do know that we've talked about, but I do still seem to get PMs on this. Got one even today. Folks, traits do not stack. They are not additive if you have two officers with the same trait and each of them have, you know, level two. That does not equal that trait at level four, okay? Please, please, uh, no, Gobbles, not just you. Like, seriously, I get these probably five or six times a week, all right? They do not stack. They will take the biggest one. So if you've got, let's say you're going to use the minor trait, all right? You got one at level three and one at level one. As far as the assignment goes, you've got minor at level three, not level four. Okay, it's level three. That uh, that does not stack. Okay, so there you go. So there's TOS Spock uh, and GG over in the transporter pattern section, and why TOS Spock wasn't held exclusively to ATA, as was Michael Burnham, who is now in the Ultra. Overall, a net positive, a very big win. Twenty percent more shards for free. Uh, all the officers. I mean that that we've been kind of clamoring about, or if they weren't put in there, there is still a path to them that exists within the game. And I remind everybody that this, again, is phase one. There is more to come. Cannot tell you when. Cannot tell you how. But there is more to come. And at least based on what I have seen as of here and now today, I do give it my glowing endorsement, and two Ultimate DJs, Furry Paul's up, all right? Two, two kitty thumbs up um, on what, uh, what is coming. Uh, so there is one huge, huge improvement uh, throughout the game, uh, and very, very pleased to have seen it come. Another one, which we can briefly talk about, uh, also mentioned in the YouTube video that we did earlier today, uh, for those of you players dabbling up there in G5 territory handy, uh, how about the Nova, huh? How about that Northcut? How about the Vorcha? All yeah, right, I'm actually getting... going to build one of these ships now. That's great. How about Scopely coming in within only weeks, Gregor, instead of years, and adjusting base values based on uh, what the community is feeling and what the community is wanting and, and what they feel is quote-unquote reasonable versus unreasonable? when it comes to these G5 ships. I don't want to spend a great deal of time on this, but wow, how nice is it that Scopely comes out and says, hey, listen, uh, I, I know we were dabbling with this. Uh, sorry if, if maybe we miscalculated. We're going to go ahead and fix this for you. And real quick, by the way, anybody who's already spent the increased amount, we're going to refund you. I mean, wow, right? That's pretty great. Oh, there's Gregor. That's I thought he left. Good. I mean, it's pretty stout. 
pretty stout. And and we talked about this in the video, which is live now. By the way, you can hear Bubba and Big or uh, Bubba and Gregor talking about uh, the Nova and the Uncommon Ships and how it relates to their gameplay now. I mean, Gregor, let's let's kind of sum it up. You said uh, not overnight, but certainly doesn't force you to spend. You now feel like these ships are somewhat grindable, right? Too easy. They're too easy now. Stop it! That's fake news! <laughs> Censor it! Delete it from the record, Steven Aaron. Just remove him and kick him out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Um, just really, really kind of good. Really kind of mm-hmm. good. It's been an overall good month. All right. Uh, I'll, as, uh, I'll, say as, it, I'll say it go. differently, DJ. It's they are they are worth grinding for immediately. You know, when the cost was many, many packs just of resources, you're like, man, that's going to take forever. It's going to cost so much. I don't really want to do this now. Now it's worth grinding for immediately. Well, there you go. I mean, once you hit the rep, all right. And, yeah, and look, we supposed to. Thought I had. Look here. Uh, I, I can't even. I don't even know if I'm going to say this name right. Doc. I'm just going to call you Doc. He says Nova was a nice step. Look at him. He's using presumably at least one Nova, <laughs> maybe more than one. Have you built more than one, Doc? All right. Um, he. The Nova is now actually providing some benefit to players at a much reduced dilithium cost than it was before. And, uh, and Scopely being very reactive to that. So, again, don't want to spend a great deal of time uh, on the G5 stuff, but that's huge, too. All right? It's been a good month. Been a good month for Scopely, minus the hiccup with the Ultras. But I told you when that happened that they were literally just trying to respond to feedback and i've had a chance to talk more with that arc runner um about his choice he was like good god he's like he even joked with me he said djs why didn't you warn me i'm like dude i thought it was a good thing (laughs) i told him i told him i said i thought it was fine i really did i'm so sorry everybody i thought it was okay he said why didn't you warn me they never would have chosen that they were literally trying to make it easier for people by reducing the material spend. So we can uh, safely assume we're not going to see that again then. <laughs> let me, you know what? I am, I am not authorized to tell you this, but I'm, <laughs> I am going to, because I want you <laughs> to be able to enjoy what has been put in front of you. As of this moment, as of this moment, the November arc will not require an ultra spend. Perfect. As of this moment, my God, don't hold it against me if they if there's something changes. I but I you know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I, I I'm going to I'm going to tease you here for a second. Hang on, because tonight when I was speaking with Ops here, just tonight when I was talking about what I could and could not say, here was one of my wrap up sentences. That's as far as I plan on going as far as revealing to you guys what I was going to tell you. And jokingly, I may add that we won't be demanding an ultra spend with a kitty cake, uh, a kitty cat smiley cry face. Uh, and he wrote back with a smiley face with the tears, like the crying, laughy face. Uh, I said jokingly, <laughs> I may add that we will not be demanding an ultra recruit spend. And he just laughed at me back. 
So uh, I'm going to assume that that means that that particular statement was approved. So I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> no, how I read that, too. That, that's how I read that. That's approved, right? I'm going to jokingly yeah, totally say approved. that they are not going to require you to spend ultras. Um, <laughs> and so I will. I, I guess I could go ahead and, and say that to you. Okay, so now you guys have, uh, you guys have, now listen, I still hear me, people. I still fully endorse a bank. Okay, I fully endorse a bank. Do not spend yourself to zero. That is never a good thing. All right, but uh, once you get in excess of maybe, Handy, we've talked 15 to 20,000. Feel free to use those at an appropriate time. By the way, don't just spend to spend. Wait for a recruiting SMS or a recruiting leaderboard, like one of your daily minis. Okay, you don't have to wait for an arc event, but at least wait for a recruiting event out of your mini calendar, to so you can get some trite out of it. Okay, wait for a heroic, get some trite out of it. Um, but that said, there will not be an actual tent pole event. Uh, in the upcoming month regarding ultra spam. Okay. Um, I, I maintain, Gregor, that that was just something that they chose just to, you know, fly by to the seat of their pants to try to help relieve the material spend and woof. How does yeah, it's, it's like going to pick up your friend that's wasted at the bar so they don't get a DUI, but you're high on something else, you know? <laughs> Try to do a favor. That's a ridiculous Try to do a favor example. for a friend. <laughs> Bad idea. It was, it was a terrible example, but I'm going to go with it. Okay, uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, now Z Bread is saying, okay, as of next week, ultra pole requirements going to return. I hope not, because that would make me a liar. But uh, like I said, as of right now, uh, Lego said, wait, is that our hint for the night? Listen, I've already laid down two or three of them to be honest with you, Lego. All right, y'all just got. I'm listen. I'm not playing fanfare and giving you. And given you, uh, you know, laid out hints tonight because we're not necessarily preparing for the upcoming arc. We are still inside the arc. So my hints are a little different. I don't have, I didn't write a poem for you tonight. Put it that way. All right. I did not write a poem for you tonight because technically we're still inside the duality arc. I am just trying to be my friendly neighborhood cat person self. And give you guys a little bit of insight into what Scopely is thinking about over the next several weeks. Um, and what they, by the way, are okay with me kind of alluding to. And I come back to communication on this handy. Uh, I know even Bubba had mentioned it on the last show. Scopely's never been good at it. Um, but they, they're warming up. You know, they are trusting the people around them. Um, you know, I think look the future, at, future looks bright, honestly. Just I mean, looking I'm, at the I'm looking in the last couple of days. Just looking at the last couple of days, they they've taken some good recommendation on the communication that they gave. They're taking, uh, you know, I mean, literally, if the, you guys didn't know that there was still something coming with sourcing, Gregor and I were talking about this last night. If you didn't know that this was step one of a multi-part plan. I kind of feel, as a player, I would look at this Ultra thing and been like, wow, that was about the laziest thing they could have done. Right? I mean, let's, let's call it what it is. If I was looking for a real brilliant design to offset officer sourcing problems that I've been working on for eight months, 
and this is what we got, I would kind of feel like that was lazy. Gregor, we talked about that last night. Yeah, this was all we- the shortest path to something. Add more officers yeah. to the ultra chest. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of think that. So I, I felt that it was important for them to realize that, uh, that the community would need to know that there was a higher mechanic at play here, uh, for them to really accept and be on board. So, uh, and they did, you know, and then even tonight I, I, you know, I said, Hey, listen, here's what I would like to tell them. By the way, they did tell me no on one or two things that I wanted to tell you. All right. They did tell me no on one or two things. But when I said that I wanted to tell you that we were not going to be expected to spend ultras, like I said, that wasn't black and white. Yes, you can tell them that. But, I mean, there was a pretty serious laughy face there for a minute. So, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Uh, I'm I'm okay with that. And listen, I will tell you this. Even a few days ago, when I had an opportunity to speak to them on the phone with with a few different individuals in in a group call, they all echoed the fact, Gregor, they really did not expect that was going to be an issue. And, and I ain't going to lie. I told you guys the same. I, I missed it too. So, sorry. As your advocate, guys, I am just as much to blame. I did not expect that to be a problem. Now, what I, what I do hear from the last show with Bubba and Big, it sounds like a lot of you guys were able to overcome. Sounds like a lot of you guys were able to overcome. So while it was extremely difficult, and while, yes, the rug was pulled out from under us, and while, yes, the mechanic changed with only a 48-hour notice and no opportunity to prepare, sounds like a lot of you guys were pretty resourceful and still able to dig it out. Now, I'm not defending this, so don't take it the wrong way. Not defending what they did, but it was really, really good to see you guys digging deep, getting creative, getting in touch with the root mechanics of this game. How did you guys get your ultras? Some of you guys went back to training missions. Training missions you guys went back to. Some of you guys jammed out research to do a mini event to pick up a couple of uh, shards there. Some of you guys were doing some of that that display of dominance event to pull out a milestone or two worth of ultras. Okay? I saw players getting creative. Psycho Killer says, yeah, it cost me about 2,000 hours in speed-ups. And you know what? Listen, I'm not saying it was cheap, especially if you had to scramble. But hey, Killer, did you end up with 4 of 10? Would you trade an unlock of 4 of 10 for 2,000 hours in speed-ups? Because I know I sure as hell would. You know? I, I would probably do that twice. I'd give 4,000 hours in speed-ups if it meant unlocking 4 of 10. You know? So, yeah, look here. Vengeance said I had an archived mission that I forgot that gave me 1,000 Ultra Tokens. It was enough for my last pull. Big says, cost me every Alliance credit I owned, but I got it. <laughs> All right. I, I love watching you guys get creative with this. Again, please don't misunderstand. Not defending it. And Svanon says, some of these things are not repeatable. Oh, I agree. 
I agree, thousand percent. Watching you guys pull out all the stops for this officer was just man. Watching you guys come together to help each other. Hey, with this event. Hey, with that event. Hey, with this mission or or that. You know, whatever. Here's where you can get some ultras. Here's where you can get some ultras. Here's where you can get some ultras. You guys came together in what I may argue as a community in crisis, all right, a time of need for other commanders. And there were people in here showing ways to get the currency that was needed. I found that to be incredibly uplifting, all right? Um, That said, that said, I can tell you that as of this moment, and, and like I said, even they kind of jokingly cleared me to tell you, you will not, in the next arc, be required to spend ultras, okay? That said, always keep a small bank. Keep yourself about 15,000, 20,000 of them, okay? You should always do that, literally with just about every currency. I'm not going to get into the argument about saving and hoarding and stopping progression because I don't think you should stop your progression. I've never said you should stop your progression, but I do think that you should keep a healthy bank to keep you protected against surprises like this, okay? Um, And these surprises have happened more than once. So in this particular case, I think we saw what Scopely values the Ultras at. I think we know that it would probably, Handy, be unreasonable or or not be expected for Scopely to come out and demand 20,000 Ultras. I think we saw pretty clearly how they value them. All right, 9,200, or what was it, 9,600 ultras, I think, no, not even, 7,200 ultras was the most that any player had to spend, even a level 50, right, Gregor? How many did you have to do, nine pulls? Handy, what about you? Nine pulls? Yeah, I believe Uh, nine pulls. Yeah, it was nine pulls. Nine pulls, guys, 7,200 ultras. That's what they value. In Baba's case, they kind of roughly, roughly equated that to 20,000 materials. Kind of crazy. All right. But at least we know now what their mindset is. And whether, listen, I don't expect them to stay true to that. Listen, if six months down the road we see an ultra recruiting uh, event uh, in, in an officer acquisition type plan like this, and they decide to go to 12 ultras, so, uh, you know, 12 ultras, what would that be? 9,600? Guess what? You're still covered. You're still covered if you if you have a bank of 20. You know? So uh, all, all I'm saying is just keep yourself protected. And by the way, all right, Divine says 7,200 equals 27 epic shards. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, 7,200 well. is what they charged for to get 27 epics I, I, again oh, yes. maybe maybe yeah. not a maybe not a direct literal mathematical equation divine but but again it's a rough draft it's a rough draft in an experimental format all right um yeah I, that's as far as i'm gonna that's as far as i probably should go with it tonight it's a rough draft in an experimental format and and we will We'll see this mechanic again in the future. Okay? I'll just, I'll say, I'll say that much. That's, that's all I'm going to say, though. We'll see this mechanic again in the future. 
So keeping a bank is not a bad idea. That said, don't hold your progression back. All right, get yourself about 20,000 Ultras in the bank and then start enjoying this new chest. That's what it's here for. For those of you who've got 100,000, I would expect you to start enjoying yourself. Try to get some of these officers unlocked or tear them up or do this or that. All right, enjoy it. All right. Um, transporter patterns. Doesn't really need a whole lot of explanation, but wow, that's great. Freaking GG. All right. Um, listen, TOS Spock would not be my number one choice to go in there, but it was balanced with GG, so awesome. Uh, but let's look at TOS Spock. What could, what else could he be used for? Um, has anybody bothered to look at his traits? Does TOS Spock have a use in away team's assignments? I bet the looter could tell us because he's been working with Stewie Doo on their officer trait spreadsheet. I'd be kind of curious as to what TOS Spock's traits would identify him for as far as specific assignments that he might be good for. Uh, he's and scientist, genius, and calculate. But what trait or what uh, assignments they are, I'm not too sure. Well, those are the traits. I'm kind of curious. Does anybody have an idea what they translate to? Uh, I don't. I don't know that DJ, but I know he is only one of only two calculateds. Only one of two calculated. All right. Where does calculated yep. get used? What assignment? Somebody. Oh, I, does somebody have. Does somebody have Stewie Doo's spreadsheet handy? Shout out to Stewie Doo and his team over there uh, with the officer. Uh, the officer spreadsheet tool. They actually have a tool. There's one. It's called calculated treachery. It's a common. Okay. Uh, a mission or a common assignment, and then there is. I think scientific breakthrough has two of what he needs, or two of what he has. Um, observing yeah. colonar. Observing colonar. Yep, that's a observing colonar. Does anybody remember what that one is? Because I don't remember what that one is. Tos Spock, observing colonar. We're gonna have to find out what observing colonar is. Uh, and as soon as we figure that, oh, Klingon credits, Klingon reputation, Klingon faction credits. Okay, well, I can think of a few players who might be chasing that, don't you? Uh, can you, Bubba Joe? Yeah, that's a, a uh, rare. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people me. chasing. A lot of people chasing Klingon faction credits. All right, Prio says I thought it was Fed. Uh, fed. Um, it's Fed credits. Oh, it is Fed. Well, it's even more. Okay. Now, Lego says, I'm after Romulan credits. Well, Lego, then maybe TOS Spock doesn't carry quite as much value for you here today. All right. But for somebody who might be looking for Fed credits, you know, here's a wonderful opportunity at a, t at a, at a transporter pattern officer who you don't probably primarily use on a ship every day. All right. So, hey, what, Baba, here's a gimme. If you're chasing Federation faction credits, TOS Spock is a gimme. He's in the transporter store. And you don't have to use him in place of, you know, or, or worry about using speed ups on a very regular basis because you weren't using him to begin with. You know? I mean, golly, what a great use for TOS Spock if somebody's chasing Federation faction credits. How nice is it, Bubba Joe, that they may actually be in a position unique enough 
that they don't have to burn a bunch of speed ups to free up their officers. Calculated treachery is Romulan credits. So calculated treachery, which is the common assignment? Right. So TOS Spock is giving two factions worth of credits, is what you're saying. Wow. Wow, folks. Wow. Maybe TOS Spock is a little bit more valuable than we originally gave credit for. Now, obviously not with his captain and officer ability. Those are still garbage and, and terrible that they did that to Leonard Nimoy's character. But he does now have a renewed importance. He now has a renewed importance. All right. And he can be utilized heavily in away team's assignments. All right. Um, Bubba Joe, I know that I'm kind of reiterating some of the stuff that you, you had talked about. And, and kind of crazy, man, your freaking crystal ball uh, talking about officer sourcing. Then we had the ultra drop and the transporter drop. Uh, so I, I like that. I like to, I would love to just think, you know what? I would love to think that Scopely listened to your show, Bubba, and was like, Hey, let, hey, Billy, Billy, hey, let's, let's drop some officer changes real quick. Can we do that? Let's drop some officer changes. We'll make Bubba look like a hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Do tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. No, no time needed. Just drop them in. <laughs> Just drop it in. Just drop them man, in. <laughs> man, if that was if that was my one, you know, you get to you get to change one thing about the game and I and I spent it there. I mean, it's a good thing to spend it on, but man, there were things <laughs> that I really wanted to see fixed. <laughs> well, uh nonetheless. I need that genie uh, back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I right, listen, and somebody else gets a turn now, okay? Bubba, listen. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bubba, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You got yours. You got yours. Big country got his with this uh, with this auction replacement mechanic. All right. So listen, it seems like seems like we're we're making heroes over here at uh, at Talking Trek. Listen, Ripper, Ripper's gotten a lot of his bug fixes into the game. He got expanded zoom into the mobile client. All right. So so Ripper's Ripper's getting things done. All right. I'm like, taking credit it, yeah. for making Wharf taller. I did that. Karkin is taking credit for making Wharf taller. Listen, amazing things are coming from Talking Trek. All right, amazing things. All right, um, let's think about this. Do we do we have anything crazy extra uh, that that we need to talk about? I, I said in the show teaser that really anything goes. I was going to give a couple of hints, which I've done. Uh, I wanted to talk about the good things that have happened this week, which we've done. Uh, duality is ending today. So tomorrow we've got presumably our between the arcs content is going to uh, is going to kick up, and I kind of gave you guys a hint that not a hint. I kind of just opened the bag and dumped out the candy all over the table. We're going to have some gummies to play with again this year. Uh, that's coming up as we approach Halloween here in North America. We've got our gummies coming back, and uh, but I'm going to reserve judgment on that. I know that we really liked it last year. I know, really, most people did really like it. I'm going to reserve analysis, and I'm going to reserve teaching. <laughs> I'm going to reserve teaching on it because I don't know what the new chests are going to look like. They have been yeah. changed. They've been changed. Uh, so we do presume that we're still going to be dealing with factions in some way, form or fashion. We presume we're still going to be dealing with indies, but golly, we don't know. It could be any number of new currencies, 
added into these chests. Um, anything. All right. So I'm going to reserve analysis for whenever that event launches. And, and listen, I invite you guys to do your own analysis. When the event launches, obviously, you're going to see everything. You're going to be able to do the math on it. You're going to be able to make a determination faster than I will be able to get a video out. All right? So, you guys, uh, look, at, look at it. Hash it out. We'll be putting out a video within 24 hours of it dropping. Um, and, and let me be clear. They gave me the date of drop. They gave me all the promotional materials. Stevens, Aaron, they gave me all the bullet points and I, and I kind of told him, I said, listen, I don't, there's too much unknown here for me. If I make a video about it right now, it's literally a promotional video. Yeah. All right. It's, it's not what we do. All right. I need analytics. I need teaching. I need a little bit of math. So I told him I was going to reserve making our video until the day that it drops so that we can actually figure it out and do the math. So, I will tell everybody this. When the event does drop, if you want, obviously, do the events. You guys remember, there were events to earn those gummies, okay? Do the events, but if you want to wait before spending some of those rewards, then you can count on a video from us to, to break out the math. But, you know... I know. Good luck, right? Resisting the temptation. <laughs> Resisting the temptation, you know, hurting cats in your alliance. I get all that. All right, but we will be, if you want to rely on us for your analytics, we will be providing that content within 24 hours of the event drop. <clears throat> that said, Bubba, golly, are we looking at another? This has been a short one. Is there anything else we got to cover? Uh, Listen, I mean, we've only been on for an hour and a half. I'll let you guys, I'll let you guys take the floor. I, you know, Stevens Aaron, uh, Stevens Aaron did a great job uh, putting everything together in the last podcast. And Bubba, by the way, thank you. I, I know you missed the the first few minutes of the show. You guys did great. I listened to your entire show. I loved it. Uh, really, really loved it. Thank you for for putting on that show. I listened to it today, and um, and it was nice and tight. It's real good. It's timely. So I, I love that. Um, that said, I guess we've got some time here for open floor. Do you guys want to, uh, you guys want to just, uh, you want to do a community Q and a, well, you can do that. You guys just, uh, I'd like to hear some feedback of either people up on here on the stage or people that are in the uh, chat. Can I, I'd like to do it now as opposed to in the grading show. Um, what do people think of this, uh, new scoring for, uh, power gain, right? Because it's definitely different I, than a domination score. Ooh. So me personally, I don't like it. Personally, I, mean, I, I don't like it. I agree yeah. with DJ. I don't like it, but I I I totally it understand why they're doing it. I have the... to go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, I was just gonna say I understand why they're doing it because it's a substantial it's a substantial investment if you will um it's not like you know the half a billion points that i could put up with xp you, you know what i'm saying like it, xp yeah. doesn't make them anything so i get why they're using it but i really don't like it um the reason i don't like it is it because is because it's really imbalanced right if you don't have guns you're out um, secondly, 
again, like I said, begin with, I understand why they're doing it. All right. It's clearly to push progression. It's clearly to push campers. Uh, it's clearly to get people edging up uh, towards the upper end or maybe even beyond their comfort zone. Um, look at Snake Eyes this month. Perfect example. He pushed to go to like 44. He's like, listen, I'm not ready for that, but I either wanted the officer or I didn't. You know, that's how he looked at it. He hasn't built a G4 Uncommon ship yet. Dude, dude, I mean, he hasn't. He's 44. So I'm going to take the other side of that discussion is I like this event because it is consistent. The, the thing I didn't necessarily like about the domination events of the past is that some of it was linked to power gain and some of it was linked to resource spend. And yeah. so I like that this is just power gain. Like you can look at how much power you're gaining and it's all based in there. Do I think it needs some tweaking? Like defense platforms maybe should score at a one point multiplier and then buildings at a 20 and research at a 10 or so. You know, do I think it needs a little bit of tweaking? Yeah. But uh, but I I like that it's all centralized around power gain, and then maybe we get a different event that is around resource spend, where we can spend ship XP and officer XP and other types and of think, things like that. Yeah, and I think that's also part of the point was there was we're missing a part of that, even though it was going to be a minor scoring, that 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 officer power. We don't necessarily know how well that might have also affected these as well, because they've had to remove them. You know that could have also been a bit of a bit of a balance changer as well. I, I listen. I'm not saying that the that the mechanic is bad. Um, no, I, sure. I I be- I believe that Bubba is onto something, and obviously Scopely was too. Like I said, I again for the third or fourth time, I understand why they did what they did. I believe <laughs> I believe that I'm looking at it from a slightly lazier perspective, which I'm not usually a lazy player. Um, but yeah, I I typically enjoy domination events because it's click click done, you know. Um, and I had been preparing for months. I've been preparing since Arc One of TNG for the next domination auction. <laughs> I've got yeah. like. 50 million officer XP. Heck, I'm, I'm even up to like, like, so don't cut out the officer experience or ship experience. Just increase the value of the other stuff. So it gets you up into the millions, like the officer experience and ship experience can do. So instead of dropping down, like the, the defense platform, well, to match the other buildings, increase the buildings and research by like, add, add there's zero. so much, yeah. there's so much officer XP floating out there. Plus, Ship XP is convertible with Latinum at a really cheap rate. I think because of those two things, they realize that they're not truly monetizable things. Uh, not truly. You know, I mean, why, how, how has a player amassed 50 million officer XP? You know what I'm saying? So that, that is not getting them a whole lot of bank. <laughs> well, yeah, patiently, but still, it doesn't carry the same bang for its buck like materials do. Or like power does. And again, Scopely clearly designed this event around guns, at least on this run. Uh, they clearly designed it around guns, which is pushing progression. So, um, and, and that is not something I feel like we're unfamiliar with. Okay. 
I mean, truthfully, I feel like Scopely has been pushing progression for the last year. Okay? I mean, heck, when Crucible of War came out, we talked about people getting organized, pushing their progression, at least within the ranks of their alliance. You know, uh, I, I think Scopely has always, has always been moving players in a direction that they wanted them to go. All right. For lack of better terms, forgive me for a moment. For lack of better terms, Scopely has shepherded us like sheep or cattle. We go where Scopely tells us. And, and I really don't think that this is, is surprising. Uh, therefore, I was not surprised to see the, the power mechanic. All well, right. And, and, and yeah, there's a lot of people are commenting in chat as well. Everyone's going to blow all their defense platforms. Well, a lot of the people have blown a lot of their defense platforms in this one. So coming up, it's kind of going to kind of balance out, I guess, where people are going to be only be able to do just normal buildings and research. So your I don't power know. is not going to be as expensive. I don't like, know. I know for, I, like I know for me, like I was up, I'm up thirty nine. I've run out of guns to to defense defense platforms to do. So unless I want to ops upgrade, and that's the thing is I'm not ready to if, ops upgrade yet. So and if everyone in I'm that back uses all their guns, then it's going to come down to the other buildings and research anyway for the that's top right. well, twenty who well, use the guns. The well, I'm not I'm number one at the see, moment. I and I've done research and buildings. I I disagree. Well. That's probably lucky, and I'm also going to argue that it's probably somewhat rare, Stevens Aaron, because because yes. what's going to happen is <laughs> players. Uh, so if you stay at 39, all right, players are going to enter your bracket from oh, the sure. previous bracket, all right, and they're going to have yeah. a fresh set of guns, all right. Vice versa, yeah, totally. some some players that are doing guns with your bracket right now. They're going to eventually press the ops. They're going to go to the next bracket. They're going to have guns. If you decide to stay put, you're not going to have guns, and you will always be competing with somebody who has guns, even if it's oh, a yeah, new totally. player to your bracket yeah. or, or somebody who's camping with you. You're always going to be competing with somebody who has guns. <clears throat> and if you don't, if they kept the same style of mechanic... But more than likely, they're only going to be like number one or maybe like the top three spots. And even if I get into top ten or top, you know... You know, that's still a pretty decent um, payout. Well, that's, that's true. I want to come to a comment that K21 writes. He says, domination can't happen every month. Although, I mean, it, it totally used to. Okay, But uh, domination can't happen every month. If we spend on guns and docks every month, when do we upgrade our ships? I, that, to me, see, here's the thing, K21. We've always had the opportunities to upgrade our ships. The material spend events are... Perfect for upgrading ships. Okay, just absolutely flipping perfect for it. That's what we've always had. This power mechanic is brand new and the first time that they've taken XP out of it. So, this is yeah. the first time, arguably, the very first time that they've ever put an emphasis on buildings and research. All right. So, again, I'm not opposed to oh, no. what they did sure. to it. All right. I totally get why they did it. Just me personally, I kind of like the domination style of all the XP because, hell, I've saved it for six months. You know, I'm well, ready. Well, and that's for the that. thing. Like today, 
they still do that in for battle pass events. They still have the domination. You know, yes, it's not you don't need to spend as heck of a lot, but for the domination just for your battle pass, that's a couple of levels of ship XP, you know, something like that, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, Resurrection says it's not sustainable. Um, you know, hey, we said the same thing about the material spend. It's not sustainable. Um, I mm. have reiterated that oh. to Scopely personally. Well, I guess I guess when you see all the auctions, you know, it, it, it kind of people do. But I, don't, I totally get the no. fact that we have had the milestones in the last, previous before this one. We had the milestones. Yeah, the but solar see, milestones the, and the that milestones stream. Yeah, but the material spends have been on anything. You could do it on research. It didn't, and you could do it on any research. It didn't result. It didn't matter what research you did because it was about the. It wasn't about the power that you got out of it. It was no. just for the spend. You know, you could yeah. do the same thing with ships. You could do the same thing with buildings. You could do. You know, so so material spends a little bit more broad. Power makes it tougher because there's only a couple of things. That yeah, really that's right. give great power, so it's much more narrow. Um, I agree that I feel like it's not wildly sustainable. Okay, truthfully, uh, and I have reiterated to Scopely that that I believe that, uh, and they say that they've taken that into account as well. Okay, um, yeah, and I think so, I don't think that kind of is, is in the way that they've worked it with the solo milestones because that's the thing that. I think this month was a, is a little bit tough because they've put in they've done it with two officers, and so oftentimes they will often do an auction with just one officer. But they've also added the milestones. See, like what we've got with Wharf at the moment is we've got the solo leaderboard. That's basically in an auction where people are still going to get your shards out of your solo milestone anyway. Those leaderboards have always been for those that want to try to get more. And have the resources to get more. I don't disagree, but if we're if we're looking to make this a realistic auction replacement mechanic, then it needs to be a sustainable model. All right, yeah. it needs to be yeah. one, as was mentioned during Bubba's show. It needs to be one that's win-win. All right, Scopely yeah. needs to get their money, but the players need to be happy about it as well. And DJ Twenty Seven puts in our chat here a second ago. He says, you know, it is sustainable, but you just can't do one but every four to five months. And I don't like that, DJ. I don't want every four to five months, okay? I, listen, I understand maybe maybe skipping a month or two, all right? But as Captain Bull wrote here a short bit ago, and he, he might think I didn't see it, I did. Without advanced knowledge of two to three months, how do you know what officer you want to save for? All right? And, and, and let's not pretend that we're not probably going to we're probably not going to get that type of forecasting, at least not anytime soon. So, so I would like to find a way, and I think it's too early yet, Stephen Aaron, to be perfectly frank. I think it's too early yet, but I would like to find a way to somehow give Scopely their win-win, mm. but also, yeah, sure. but also for the community to be able to do this every month. Now, this is going to sound crazy. This is going to sound crazy. Maybe it's not possible. But community, I kind of, after seeing the joy that the community experienced this past, month, uh, this past month with unlocking not one but maybe two officers in a single month, I kind of 
want to be really careful when advising Scopely to say, hey, well, you know, cool, we can make the milestones, whatever. We just need to encourage saving and hoarding and, and spending strategically, which I've always done, right? But I don't know if I want a player to have to miss out on a month just because he chose to go last month. So I would like yeah. to see further, I would like to see further exploration of this mechanic. All right. I, obviously, there's not enough data yet. I do yeah. believe that this was a very successful month, Scope. All right. Yeah, so, I think. Yeah. I, th I, th I think, I think it it's kind of just separating that model between how we've had Wolf this month and how we've had four of 10. See, because Wolf wasn't intentionally being an officer that they were going to. Hey, guarantee everyone's going to get them unlocked this month. It was four of ten, so I think there's just that balance where with Worf was in a sense going to be this the auction officer, but we didn't have the auction in the natural sense with, with material spend. Yeah, well, I just I feel like I want to be real careful. I yeah, feel like I yeah, want to be careful sure. and I want to balance it because and, and that's, because I, and that's what I'm saying about being careful about when we're comparing about how we're going to acquire officers is this wharf model was still very much similar to what we've had in the past with our auction, plus the solo milestone, plus extra side events. Whereas with the Ston model, I think is a very good, was a very good model for the fact of getting an officer unlocked this month. Well, and I want to read, I want to read Vengeance comment. As he said, uh, he said, as I said last week, Scopely making this change allowed me to unlock two officers. I competed where I didn't used to compete in auctions and I yeah. could work at these officers at a price point that was acceptable for me. Now, Vengeance, let me ask you. All right, by the way, I agree with 100% of what you said. And I'm agreeing with Steven Zaren, too. All I'm saying here now is... Let me, let me ask you this question. If next month the exact same mechanic presented itself again, could players do it again next month? That is my concern. All right, Scopely is going to see this month and see that it was a wild success. All right, now, does that mean that it, it, it is going to be a wild success every single month in its current form? No. We have got to continue to, to experiment here a little bit, I believe. I agree. This month was a wild success. Uh, and a success for players and Scopely alike. But as Ripper pointed out last month, I don't actually feel like it's sustainable. And it looks like you guys might be agreeing. When I asked the question, could you do this exact same thing again next month? All right. Uh, Shin, uh, Shingami says yes. Divine says yes. Savannah says no. Uh, Everywhere It Matters says yes. Borg Sentinel says no. Stony Dude, no. Resurrection Hunter, no. K21, no. Tagora, maybe, probably not. Okay. Um, Dekic says with a single officer, maybe. With two, yeah. definitely not. Prios says say. no. Okay. Uh, Lieutenant Razik says, I probably can, but most are not going to be able to because they might have also just changed ops. Bubba Joe, go ahead. I heard you had a comment. So, so I, I think I know the answer to this question, but let's, let's say that instead of this new auction, this new format that we're talking about, we were talking about a material spend auction. So I want to ask you, 
how many material spend auctions did you compete in after Picard? Auctions, I did not. I did the SMSs, but I did right. not play in another auction. No. Uh, so you didn't do Riker. You didn't do. Uh, you didn't do three of ten, and you I, didn't do. I, I definitely did not do three of ten. I did finish with Riker, so I must have played somewhat. Like I know I, d- I know I did not blitz because he came right after Picard, and I was too broke to blitz. Right. But I probably I probably did maybe get a couple of top ten or uh, a top twenty five or something like that because I did get him unlocked. So, do you think that you were unable to participate in the arc because you couldn't compete in the auction? Like, you, you may have gotten the top 10, or you may have edged out uh, a few extra shards to be able to do it. So, I think, like, I think if this was a material spend auction, something you have said repeatedly is pick and choose where you want to invest. You are not going to be yeah. able to, especially a free-to-play, but a low-spend player is not going to be able to invest in every single material spend auction. No, I know, out. I know, I know. And and listen, I know I'm a hypocrite. I'm a, I'm 100% a hypocrite right now. But <laughs> but but here's, here's what I'm afraid we've done. All right, I'm afraid we gave everybody a taste of poison apple. You know, like, it, it, it's like, it's like, you know, it's the story of Adam and Eve, okay? Like we've eaten from, we've eaten the fruit of the forbidden tree now. Okay. And, and listen, let's not pretend that this is not something that, that exists within humanity. Okay. We look at this month, we love it. We might even view it as a gift. We might view it as super generous. Okay. Next month, if it doesn't happen again, yeah. Next month, people will expect it. All right. So. I would like to to experiment with this further. I don't want this to be something that can be repeated every three to four months. I would kind of like to find a healthy balance that allows players to maybe do it a little bit more often, Bubba Joe. Now, listen, I'm not saying every month, every officer, okay? I'm not necessarily going that route. I do still believe in proper spending, uh, proper spending, strategic spending, pick and choose what you want. Listen, if an officer comes next month and you, you think it's total trash, don't chase it. I think that is a, a thing that we could hone in on, Bubba Joe, is now your choice of chasing an officer could have some real ramifications down the road don't chase an officer that you don't actually want, right? I mean, next month, Captain Oblivious says, you know, we could get Wesley Crusher 2.0 next month. So maybe that, <laughs> maybe that's your saving month, right? But all, all I'm saying is, this is something that we're going to now have to manage expectations, Bubba Joe. And, and the fact that it was done this way, this one time, to such wild success could potentially lull not only the community, but Scopely into a false sense of security. Scopely into thinking, well, hey, they did all this bitching and moaning, but look at how many people did it, so this obviously was okay and we should do it again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Meanwhile, people's banks are wiped out. Then on the community's perspective, Bubba, well, Scopely gave me, you know, basically two free-to-play epics last month. You know, why can't I get two free-to-play epics this month? You see what I'm saying? No, I totally yeah. understand. And I do think that this arc, or not this arc, this event, this style of event, does need some tweaking. 
But I guess my, my point was, is I was okay separating resource spend from res from power gained. And, but now, you know, not that I, you know, it'd be nice if we had a resource spend XP. What if we had a resource spend that was officer XP and ship XP and trait XP and trait XP is obviously going to be a lot more points because it has a much smaller quantities that you're going to be able to spend. But what if we had something like that? Oh, and listen, I, yes, yes. Um, I, I, I just think it needs to be diversified a little bit. I, I don't think I'm disagreeing really with anybody here. I, I just, I want to see a little bit more experimentation and a little bit more diversification because if we hone in just on guns, Bubba, all right, mm. we're, we're going to run out of guns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's going to end up pushing us too quickly. Uh, divine writes in the chat. Uh, DJs, why did you skip auctions? If you know, the SMSs give more shards. I, again, I'm not disagreeing divine. I'm not arguing for the auction model. I'm actually arguing for this model with a sustainable uh, metric, okay? And actually, I like what Bubba Joe was saying. Let's diversify the metric. doesn't need to just be power. We can have a power event, right? We can have a power event, but maybe it's not worth 56 shards. Maybe it's worth 10 of them. And the milestones are lowered so that, so that research and buildings or, hell, officer promotion if they fix that, could actually be a viable mechanic, all right? And then let's throw five or ten shards behind officer XP spend, and let's throw five or ten shards behind ship XP spend, and let's throw five or ten shards behind grinding engagement or, or how, however you're going to do it. I, I just, I want to see a little bit more diversity so that it can be more sustainable. I, I and, I, and I'm sorry if I'm not communicating this right. I just want to make sure, Bubba, I, I, I know I'm sounding, sounding hypocritical. I, I still believe the players should spend strategically. I still believe that they should choose. I still believe that they should invest in what makes sense to them. But if, listen, we got three of ten, which was gas. We got four of ten, which was ore. I have no idea what of ten comes next. 11 of 10, 0 of 10, no flipping clue. But it stands to reason we're going to get crystal, okay? If I am a free-to-play player, I don't want to be forced to miss out on a crystal miner because I invested into the ore miner the month before. There needs to be a sustainable method where I can choose to allocate my resources if I, if I want to, and I'm still going to have to be super attentive. I'm still going to have to be super dedicated. I'm still not going to have to, I can't miss anything. I'm still going to have to spend more than I'm probably comfortable spending as far as game currency, but it's not going to be 20,000 materials. Am, am I, am I making my point? somewhat clear like no, I, I just you, i just you want are. there to be you are i want there to be a sustainable model that does not force a player to skip out yeah. on bubba yeah well so, and, well, and i say, guess i guess i i see a path forward with just fixing the scoring so that if i were to upgrade a dock it was roughly the same amount of points as the defense platform or if i did a tier one of a research it's roughly the same amount of points as a defense platform 
And maybe a defense platform is still 2x of one of those. You have to do two of those types of things. And so I think that it's really just about balancing the scoring of this event. Uh, but you're right. No, it is definitely needs to needs to have some balance. It needs to be able to be sustainable. It needs to be so that it's not completely so dependent on defense platforms. We agree on that. And, and let me be super clear, uh, because I know that that uh, I see at least one overlord here. Uh, and thank you, by the way. Golly, not even a produced show, just hanging out in the car. Thanks for, for tuning in, and thanks for listening to our, our casual conversation. Let me be super clear. I have not changed my position on this since day one. Since before Duality even launched, I told you, I love this mechanic. <laughs> and he says it's kiss-up time. No, I, I'm going to make my position clear because I don't, <laughs> I don't want it to sound like I'm complaining because I am not. I am not. I am just saying I want to be super careful moving forward uh, because you did such a good job this month. You did such a good job this month that I don't want to see another arc come and it maybe not be quite as generous as this one was. And I don't want players to, to go full nuclear on you. You know, I, I want there to be a way for us to continue this style of sourcing. And in my opinion, I feel like doing it strictly on guns and strictly on materials is probably not long-term sustainable every, every month, every month. All right, and, and Bubba Joe brings up an excellent point a few minutes ago where maybe players are going to have to choose what months to invest in, but I kind of I kinda am backing off from that position a little bit only because, Bubba, I saw how much happiness was spread throughout the community this month. And, and I mean, really, Scopely needed that win. For months and months, uh, dating all the way back to TNG, or uh, sorry, TOS, we talked about how Scopely has not delivered a solid, solid win of an arc probably this entire year, right? I mean, look, we, had, we started with TOS. It was bad. Then we had the April arc, which was okay. We had TNG, which was very divisive. I thought they were okay. I really did. I thought they were good, not excellent. You said the April arc was good, maybe to people but good, who could. And some players really hated them. This swarmadas. Anyone below well, that, it was a horrible experience. Well, true, true. And this arc has across the board been a solid win for everyone, and I would like to see that happen again. You know, I, I don't want there to be one arc a year where everyone's like, oh, yay, and then we go back to crap arcs. I don't want that. So we got to figure out a way to make it work. All right, nothing better. Uh, hang on. Let me, let me read your comment because you say I keep missing it, but I just happen to see it. And, and again, obviously, keep in mind, I'm driving, so I'm not reading every single message. Why does DJ ignore the fact that Ops 40 to 43 were screwed over with spend events as we had little options to actually spend on common or rares? Because 90% of upgrade options to us are common G4 only. So, nothing better. I don't ignore that fact. But I also remind you that I am a 41. All right? And I 
was able to do all four of these spend events this month. Now, I'm not comparing everybody to me because I do spend probably too much, okay? I, I get that. But Bubba Joe has led with this advice over the last several months, okay? Um, and Bubba, I'll ask you to repeat it again because you know exactly what I'm going to ask. If players are faced with a bunch of research and a bunch of stuff that costs common, what should they be doing on a daily basis to prepare, to plan, to be strategically ready for an upcoming material spend event? They should be doing their buildings and research and whatever they have that requires common exclusively so that later on they can find the levels that require uncommon. Agreed. Now, hang on. I know the next comment, nothing better. I know the next comment is going to be, hang on. The next comment is going to be, well, how can we get that many comments? You're correct. You're going to have to scrap ships. Okay? you to have to. Have to. I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got a Mayflower in the scrapper right now. You're going to have to scrap ships. All right? Then the next question is going to be, what about... Um, and that's where what, upgrading those ships. Spending those three those materials and upgrading your ships in order to scrap well, them later on. Let me be let me be real clear. Upgrading a, a Mayflower isn't going to give me nearly the material spend that I need for one of our milestones. Okay, our, I I will maintain that players thirty nine and below cannot understand the pain of the oh. jump that happens at for Ops sure. 40. I agree those milestones okay. were, were quite a big jump, and they should Nobody have here, 39 if, if and down. If they dropped those milestones, it would, it would have made it a bit easier. Nobody here, for that, for 39 and down, can understand the yeah. pain of the jump at Ops 40. But there's a couple of things we can do, but there are a couple of problems. All right, and so nothing better. I have not disavowed these problems. All right, I've already brought them up with Scopely. There's the resource allocation, and I mean actual resource, steel. It takes a ton of steel. It takes a ton of dill to fly through all the research that needs comments. It's going to take a ton of trite and a ton of G3 to upgrade the ships that are required to scrap to get the comment. But on, so on the flip side, just, just on that, see, like, today's auction with Wharf is not a material spend. It's power. So... In reality, having those having those is not really that much of an issue because you're not spending those materials. Yes, for the solo milestone, I get it. That that's going to be quite high for you guys. So the milestones, but then you've got the SLB, which is power. So I guess that's kind of giving that balance. I don't think that you know what I mean. A, yeah, but there's not enough balance there. Okay, to be right. perfectly honest, so, there's not enough balance I, there. Now, I, hang I on one second, Bubba. Okay, go ahead, Gregor, real quick. I was going to say, I have an F41, <clears throat> 40 through 43, do you ever run out of research or ships to upgrade? Well, nothing unlikely. better, I, I agree. Nothing better says a lot of that stuff is ops locked. I actually am going to disagree with that because I am mm. 41, and I have no shortage of stuff that I can be working on. Okay, really, to be honest. Um, and, and I have moved past all the research. I got through all the research that requires comments. Okay, like 100%. Every research that I have available to me right now does cost uncommon G4. So I got through all that. But it wasn't cheap. It was not cheap. So, you know, this actually leads into a topic that I wasn't going to get into tonight. And I still don't think that I'm going to dive deep into it. Uh, because I think it deserves an entirely 
I think it deserves its own show, to be honest with you. We might even do it Wednesday or maybe next Sunday. I don't know. Um, camping. When is it appropriate to go to 40? Is 40 the new 30 or uh, 41 the new 39? I, this is something that I have been quoted as saying. This month actually gives me pause. I ain't going to lie. I have been quoted as saying for the last several months that I believe 41 is the new 39. That 41 is the spot that you do want to camp at. This month makes me rethink we had that. this month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This month throws a wrench into that. Um, because if somebody was a fresh 40 this month, I, I can't imagine that they could have been easily successful. Okay? I can't imagine that they would be easily successful if you were a fresh 40 this month. All right? So now, if this becomes a standard, now I have to wonder if 39 has reinstated itself, Bubba Joe, as an appropriate camping spot. Um, because 40 and 41 were difficult, and I would argue extremely difficult, if not nearly impossible, for someone who's been a 40 less than 90 days. You know what I'm saying? It just really, yep. really so, difficult. And this is just yep, regarding for the solar milestones, not, not, not the actual leaderboards. So the simple fix would be just to add common to the scoring mechanism, right? For them. So, you know, well, V-Ready we'll we'll talked the about this. Well, V-Ready talked about this, all right? And, and I did have an opportunity to discuss this idea. Um, Scopely views it the same way V-Ready does. Because of the sheer volume of commons that are needed, there's not a point value mechanism that makes sense. All right? Uh, yeah. Because you would, have to act, you would have to actually increase the milestones if you wanted to incorporate yeah. common. All right? And that is the exact opposite effect of what we want to happen here. Uh, because then a player like me who has already worked through all the commons, now my uncommon milestones are even higher. You see, so it, there, there's not a good way to balance that at but this But these are just time. SMSs, no. not SLBs. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, so but so we're just bring the milestones still... lower? No, I well, mean, so just add common points to the SMSs, not the SLBs, but the SMSs. Well, but again, we're talking... They they are, but but again, we're losing sight of why this is here in the first place. Okay, it needs to maintain its quote unquote game value of an auction spend. Okay, and 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 I was not wrong when I said that they were looking for ways to source this in a win win mentality. Scopely is going to find a way to maintain their game value spend equal to that of an auction or higher. And the community is going to improve their sourcing uh, of these officers. Okay. So by incorporating commons, which arguably don't have the quote unquote, same type of monetary value or the fact that they're convertible with latinum. Uh, although I would argue that latinum does have a monetary value. There, there just needs to be more math. Into one. <laughs> needs to be more examination, which is why I said 20 minutes ago, I am in favor of more tweaking. I'm in favor of more experimentation with this mechanic 
uh, until we find something that works for everybody, scopely included, but obviously the community. The community needs to find a way. And this is why I say I know I'm getting a little bit hypocritical, but you know, we've tasted now the forbidden fruit. We're going to want to see this more often than not. And if um, we can't do it, then we're going to get fussy. So I want to try to find a way that is sustainable, that allows a player, if they so choose, to push heavily, dig deep, but be able to do it every single month, but still results in, quote-unquote, the same type of game value revenue to replace an auction. Because let's face it, Scopely is in it for the bottom line, folks. All right, ultimately, that's their game. So if we simply ask them to lower the milestones or add common or this or that, they're going to look at it from a revenue standpoint. And if it doesn't make sense, it's not going to happen. But those, so, players, those players won't be using common forever. I mean, it's just a temporary thing for everybody. I mean, just like every player, ha- everybody, every player has this, and especially the higher levels you go, the more difficult it is. That's just how it is. But you know what? When I sell a vehicle uh, and my lot, I'm not thinking about when that customer comes back to buy their third vehicle. I mean, I am. It is in the back of my mind, but I'm also not going to lose money today to make money tomorrow. I got to find a way to make money both times. Okay. So a, a simple so, fix would be make it so that defense platforms are destroyable when your base gets cracked and people will forever be able to spend materials to upgrade their defense platforms back up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, oh, and then defense platforms you never run mode. out. You know, I can so, I can remember almost a year ago when Gregor says, you know, let's have the capability of actually killing officers, so you have to re-recruit them. I mean, yeah. seriously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so, so, so DJ, I have a very counterintuitive solution to this problem, okay? And it will require a little bit of work, okay? Why does 40 have to be higher than 39 in terms of material spend? For uncommon. Well, you know, that was so my original my original position to them was lower the milestones for for ops 40, like for 40 through 40. I think I said 40 through 43 is is where I felt like the milestones were probably a little a little out of reach. And and I know that that sounds unfair. You know, 44 is going to say, well, what about me? But but honestly, the common threshold really truthfully is 40 through 41 with some lingering effects probably through 42 maybe 43 but but in my original pitch because 42 was bracketed with 43 that was my suggestion was to lower those milestones that's not ultimately what we got okay um however i i'm not opposed to to lowering that milestone but in fairness, like you know, like, as I've always said, being objective and, and being the medium between you guys and Scopely, I told you what Scopely's response was. Scopely's response was players at Ops 40 literally receive five times the amount of total materials as an Ops 39. And by the way, that is factual. A player wanted to challenge me on that. And so I issued him his own challenge, and we created a private chat. And we have since been sharing screenshots of every event since then. 
you know, this has been a common but, myth. Let me let me bust this out real quick. A common myth has been that the availability of G3 materials cuts off when you hit Ops 40. Like, right? You've all heard that. People have heard that. Some people know it's not true. Other people still believe not that true it is true. Now. Not, you're right. Up until about five, six months ago, it was true. Yeah. But about five or six months ago, it was actually changed. Now, not all players know that. They're not 40 yet. So how would they know that? Unless they've just heard it from me or another content creator or another player who's been there, done that. But even still, they can't see it. So is the information credible? Um, we actually now have actual screenshots over two weeks worth of events. And we're going to make a video on it. We're going to show you that, yes, in fact, G3 payouts stayed exactly the same, even went up at Ops 40. Not G4, folks. G3 payouts increased at Ops 40. Plus, you're getting the G4 payout. So, to answer your point, Bubba Joe, Scopely's position is there is literally four ti five times as many materials coming into an Ops 40 player's pocket as that of an Ops 39. So they believe that the same effort would involve a five-time point jump. That's their, their, their thinking. All right. Now, my argument is the same argument that I gave you guys a couple of weeks ago. My argument is, well, you're not accounting. Fine, maybe you're accounting for five times the materials, but you're not accounting times the speed ups, not accounting for five times the resources, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And, well, and I acknowledge that. I think Scopely has acknowledged that somewhat too, but again, it becomes a real careful balance and you got to be careful about what you count as points. You know, somebody had suggested counting steel as points. You can't do that. It costs billions, you know, so you can't count that. I mean, unless a steel counts as like 0 0.001 points, you know, and that's not going to work as well either so so there there has to be again i have said this four or five times i support further experimentation i support further iteration i definitely feel like there there needs to be some improvements to this model uh across all segments to guarantee sustainability and success the goal here is to maintain the win-win scenario right that's the goal we want to maintain the win-win scenario for all parties involved. To do that, we are going to have to make some adjustments. Now, what those adjustments are, I don't yet have a full answer. And neither does Scopely. Neither does Scopely. They're going to continue to experiment. They're going to continue to tinker. And I think that's a good thing. But this may be a scenario, Bubba Joe, where you know, it gets a little worse before it gets better, possibly. I'm not saying that it will. I'm just saying that it could, you know. So, so DJ, you're 100% right that G Ops 40 players are getting a ton of resources that they, that they now have access to because they're Ops 40, okay? Now, let's just say that tomorrow, magically, Scopely goes, you know what? In preparation... We're going to start giving G5 resources to you, DJ, at Ops 41. But we're going to increase what you have to spend in, in, in materials now because we're now giving you all these G5 resources. 
Is that I, I fair? Hear, because I hear, you can't I hear what you're saying, right? I hear what you're saying, but but there is a key difference here. All right, I literally cannot spend G5. All right, and an Ops 40 or 41 can spend G4 with the proper setup. Now, I, again, I'm sounding hypocritically, okay, and I don't mean to, but again, I say that this is where planning and strategic setup comes into play, but it costs, and, and that is my complaint. It's really costly to prepare yourself to be able to spend. It, it's just a bad spot. The 50s had the same problem, okay? The 50s have the same problem. So um, when, when you're in a position where you have to spend more to be able to spend the same currency, that's where imbalance comes into play. And that is what Scopely needs to take a real hard look at. Is there a way to balance the preparation that an Ops 40 player is going to have to go through to make it equal to the amount of effort that an Ops 39 has to go through? And that's a really difficult puzzle to answer because of the existence of commons. I mean, truly... Can I make a comment as a fresh 40? I'm sorry? I said, can I make a comment as a fresh 40? Because you said it was difficult for them. Yeah, please. So, I I somewhat prepared for it a little bit because I knew that when I got my jelly, I never upgraded it as a 39 because I never... You don't need it as a 39. You can live off your epic ships. So I saved that. So I had all those upgrades, this arc, in my 40s. So I was able to spend all my uncommons because I was a 39 for over a year. So I had so much uncommon gas from all the uh, parabellums and jelly brawls that that was never an issue. So, again... You, you are getting all of those materials. I'm not saying that the materials are not made available to you, but you have seen researches that cost thousands upon thousands of common material. So you have to burn through that before you are eligible to spend your uncommon. Now, I'm not saying that you didn't do it. And by the way, I'm, I'm reading here in chat a little bit. Uh, Z Brent, let me correct you because no, I, I think you misunderstood what I said. You said Ops 40 gets five times the three-star. No, that's not what I said. They're getting five times the total material allocation. It's actually 1x in three-star and 4x in four-star. Okay? So, and that's why I said a minute ago, scrapping, like tearing up and scrapping three-star ships is not actually feasible in comparison to the milestone requirement that we had the milestone requirement jumped four and a half times almost five times you can't i mean if i was going to satisfy my milestone this month by maxing mayflowers i probably would have had to have built four or five mayflowers okay it's not feasible to spend that much because of how much the points uh, requirement jumped so uh, again we might be starting to beat a dead horse here because I don't think anybody has a super viable solution, scopely included. Uh, it's just going to take some time to kind of hash this out, and that's why I kind of suggested it, it could 
get uglier before it gets prettier. Um, but I think that that experimental process is going to have to happen. I think it's going to have to happen. Look at Raxnar. Look at what Raxnar just wrote. Raxnar says, I had to build two Bordas, one Legionary, and three, uh, uh, three quarters of a Mayflower to hit. All right. So is it reasonable to expect somebody to have to build 3.75 max ships to hit a milestone? And I would argue, Raxnar, that you probably paid more in Latinum, Speed Ups, Tritanium, than what somebody else would have had to have done at Ops 39 to hit their milestone. And that's kind of my point. We have to find a way to make this a little bit more equitable across the board. Because the availability of spending the G4 Uncommons is more challenging because of the common gateway. Now, truthfully, you want my simplest? <laughs> it's not simple at all. But the simplest answer, Bubba Joe, eliminate commons. But that's going to require a major rewrite, and that'll never happen. All right? But commons are the problem here. Get rid of them, and it's not a problem anymore. But the fact that they exist is not going to change. So, well, anyhow. Source commons better. Well, yeah, you could source commons better. That's true. Um, does it still negate the fact that an Ops 40 is going to have to burn through, say, 12 researches before they can start spending uncommon? And, and I think that is the penultimate problem here. Yeah, a, fresh well, 40, was... a fresh 40 yep. is going to have to dig through a lot of research and therefore spend a ton of resources and speed-ups um, to put themselves in a position where they are now, quote-unquote, equal to that of a 39. There's just, it's the right. dead zone. It's the dead zone. Yep. Just like 50. It's a dead zone. And, and, and that was the point I was trying to make, is that while they're getting all this G4 uncommon, they don't really have a really good way to spend it until they get to 41, 42. Um, now, it's illogical, right? Because you're like, oh, they have all this materials. Why can't they spend it? It's like, because they either need to have a tier four jelly that requires parts, or they need to have spent billions on research to be able to get to the uncommon. Like, it is hard, right? It is harder for them to spend the uncommon. And that's my only thought as to why it why could be lowered. Why don't they do like, so, so like, in, like I'm just trying to picture this in my head, like with this, because you're thinking of the solar milestone. So like for the one today, it's spend materials, spend directives. What, and so you're saying that they can't spend enough materials to get the milestones. Why not add the, like a basic power mechanic to that like they have on the daily events? So you're still, people are still benefiting from those researches where they're not spending uncommon, but they only, can only spend common, but they're still benefiting from that in those solo milestones where they're getting a certain number of points for that. I think a complete rewrite of the event structure is is going to be a hard sell, right? I mean, there's is it, it just seems to me that that's something that we is going to be difficult for Scopely to do for a singular or possibly two ops levels, maybe forty and fifty. So, but I, I think that just examining the availability to spend the materials, um, I, I think that's my only. And again, I 
I brought it up. It can be a different discussion. We can talk about it in depth more some other time. It was just something to think about that, you know, it, it does seem like that we did hear that is like for Ops 40 was difficult to spend those materials and seems like a topic that needs to be, be re-examined. Absolutely. I agree. And what, if, well, what if they gave us a new building called the Incinerator and you could just stuff materials into it and it spent <laughs> and you lost it? <laughs> Oh, I don't like that idea at all. Thank you, though. Greg. I hope the overload's still on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's good. Hey, just waste your stuff here. Uh, nothing better. Let me get ready to wrap up here because I'm actually in my driveway, and I appreciate you guys uh, allowing me to entertain and be entertained for an otherwise long drive. Nothing better says, I think the main point is missed here. Players who spend a little each month should not have to wait and hoard for months just to progress. Free-to-play players should not have to hoard for a year for an event that may or may not happen and not progress. I, I, I don't think that point was missed at all. I think that's the entire reason that I'm supporting uh, further exploration and experimentation with this mechanic because we saw so much happiness. And, and I'm going to say this again. We saw so much joy from the community and what's being heralded is probably the best arc ever. Okay? so taking that joy away for the next three or four months is not something that I want to make a pattern. And that's why, while I can sit here and praise this arc, and I do, I am still calling for massive examination and, and massive um, <clears throat> experimentation with this mechanic so that we can make it better for everybody every month. All right. And, and, you know, I, I do believe that. I know that there have been a couple of comments about choosing and spending and saving, but I tend to agree with you nothing better that now that we have been here, now that we've experienced it, we don't want to go backwards. It was a great thing that they did. But as we said early in this month, and as we are saying again here right now, it's not likely sustainable for a vast majority of players to do on a monthly basis and that's why i am calling for you know continued experimentation here i want to find a way to let scopely keep their auction revenue but also allow players to be able to accomplish these goals even maybe at an extreme challenge but i want them to be able to accomplish i want them to be able to be to accomplish these goals on a monthly basis. And that's why my first gut reaction is just to diversifying the acceptable materials. Sorry, my dogs are going crazy. Uh, to diversify the acceptable materials. And why I kind of like one of Bubba's you know, I, suggestions of, you know, hey, let's diversify the number of events and what we can spend and just put a fewer number of shards behind each one, you know. 10 shards behind officer XP and 10 shards behind ship XP. Maybe still 20 shards behind materials. But instead of 56 shards behind materials at, you know, X spend, let's drop that by 40% on both sides of the aisle. You know, let's drop the material spend by 40%. We'll drop the shards by 40% and find another currency that we can spend to make up the difference. Whether that currency is XP, whether that currency is power, whether that currency is uh, recruit tokens, whether that currency is even engagement or time spent in game. 
those are additional currencies that I would like to be considered adding to this model to make it sustainable on a monthly basis. And that is probably about where I should leave it here this evening. Um, final thoughts. Let me come to Gregor on the stage. Final thoughts on duality. And, and I will tell you, folks, uh, we've had a good conversation here tonight about this month. I think there's no argument. It was a positive month. Um, we don't, uh, we're not going to issue grades tonight. Uh, we're going to do that hopefully on the Wednesday show. Um, so panelists can be thinking about how they want to rate this arc. Um, and I encourage the panelists to consider this. As I've said in the past, we want to rate this arc on what is here, what we got, and what was contained within the month of October. Not what if, what could be, or what will come. So this conversation we've had here tonight is an excellent conversation about how this success can continue, but carries no bearing on the grade that this arc should receive. That being said, um, it would be irresponsible for us not to look down the road in ways that we can assist Scopely in continuing the success that they experienced here in the month of October. Uh, that said, Gregor, I'm going to give you, the, uh, give you a few seconds to wrap up here with October and duality. I thought it was good, man. I thought the Nova stuff, the Ultra stuff, cloaking was boring, but everything else was really good. They did an excellent job. This was like this was like the uh, discovery arc for me. The when the discovery came out. Okay, which was, my, the, which was my favorite arc so far. Yeah, one of the one of the best ever. Okay, I love it. Um, <clears throat> is Handy still with us? I, again, not watching the stage. Apologize. You got me, Handy. Uh, give us your your sixty second wrap up here. Well, I really like what they've done. Um, I I think also that the cloaking probably could have been a little better, but it's neat. It's a little gimmicky, but it's cool, and I'm glad it's not OP. And uh, everything else they've done has been a home run, in my opinion. Uh, I can't think of anything I can really complain about at the moment. You know, I would imagine that uh, on the Wednesday show, Bubba Joe, we probably should spend a little bit more time on cloaking. After all, it was the premier feature of the month. Um, and ironically, <laughs> it was uh, the, the feature that probably carried the least amount of excitement for a large number of players. Um, I heard on Bubba's show, uh, I don't remember who it was. Actually, Handy, I think it might have been you, that you haven't used cloaking and have no need to use cloaking and, and have yeah, really yet this it. month. Um, I'm in the same boat. I used it for the events. That was it. I have not yeah. actually used <laughs> it. I have not used it in game application, although I did hear many players who are using it, who do love it. And so we should talk yeah. more about that on Wednesday because it definitely has its place in the game. Uh, I don't discount that at all. It definitely, absolutely has its place in the game. Um, but it is niche. As Gregor would say, it has importance to a specific scenario within this game, and um, and that scenario does not exist for all players. So we can uh, we can discuss that a little bit more on Wednesday. Um, 
Stevens, Aaron, I'll give you 60 seconds here on duality. Um, yeah, I, I guess just reiterating, it's been a very good arc. Um, some very good changes, really, that or potentials with what we've seen. So I think it's just yeah, going to be going to be interesting to see how things can be adjusted and tweaked after this month when it comes right. to like officer sourcing and things like that. But cloaking, same thing. I haven't used it other than for the events. Um, I think the events overall have been pretty good this month. Yeah, I think overall I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed most of the events. Um, crazy enough. And as good, much- good, interesting dynamics too with, with the difference between what I did really like was the focus on more the Klingon and Romulan rather than Fed. <laughs> yes, yes, it's about time on that. Uh, yeah. Let me come down because uh, I just popped up the stage because I'm no longer keeping eyes on the road. And would love to welcome back to our stage Truck and Chick, our moderator, who has been uh, absent for the last several weeks and uh, didn't even see you sneak in here, darling. I appreciate you uh, coming back in. Welcome back to our stage. I trust that um, things in your life are, are moving along in a more positive fashion. Welcome back to our stage. Anything you care to share with us? I'm sure people would, would not mind an update. Are you well? I am. I'm doing much better. Thank you. Medications oh. are, are good and the ticker's running as it should. So we're good. Thank you. Oh, so, so glad to hear that. Uh, you have been out with uh, some real-life medical concerns over the last uh, several weeks. Have you had much of a chance to play duality? And if so, what's been your, your reaction? Kind of from the outside looking in, you, you probably did not play this arc as heavily as a lot of other players. Did you find success this month? Uh, I actually didn't get to play very much at all. I became a player that uh, essentially had time just to do her, her daily battle pass, and that's it. Um, what I did get to play, I enjoyed. I really appreciated the fact that we were able to source the officers that they were giving in a very methodical and well-thought-out plan, so thank you, Scopely, for that. Um, I'm really excited to see what next month's duality brings to us on the Romulan side of things. So, and I'll be in game more, and I'll be back here more too. Awesome, glad to hear that. Um, Karkin, let me get your Ops Thirty Two perspective. Although uh, I, I've teased Karkin both on and off the air that he is the absolute worst level thirty two representative we could have chosen uh, <laughs> because he is he is just so. <laughs> you know what? I, I I take it back. He's not the worst representative. I think that he is, as far as an Ops 32 player, I think he is in the, the upper 5% as far as players who play with strategy, who play with an extremely long-term mentality and always thinking five steps ahead. He's a very, I bet you're excellent at chess. Karkin, um, because you play Star Trek Fleet Command very much like chess. You are always looking four or five steps ahead. So while I may tease you about not being super representative of your segment, I believe, and I maintain this, and I thought about this this past week, um, players who look at Karkin and say he does not represent what I am able to do, I think you need to take a hard look at what Karkin does, and you need to aspire to be that. Uh, because Karkin is probably one of the most intelligent players at Ops 32 I've ever met because he is constantly planning and constantly thinking ahead. Um, so 
players who find Karkin's opinions uh, not reflective of your own experience, I think you need to take a hard look at your experience and see if there's a way to align yourself with the way that Karkin plays. That said, Karkin, how did you find duality this month? All of that and he's asleep. He's, he's crying right now from all the praise. <laughs> <laughs> I, hear, I hear him fine. You guys I can hear really? Karkin. Oh, I don't oh, okay. have him. I don't have him. Steven Zarin, since you're rolling tape tonight. He's not lighting up on my side either. No, I don't have Karkin. Maybe hop out and, and hop back in real quick. In the meantime, oh, yeah. we'll hop over we'll hop over to Blue Mandalorian. We'll jump over to Captain Mark and then we'll come back to Karkin for his final thoughts. Blue, I'll give you the stage next. Sixty seconds on duality. I gotta say, uh, one outstanding aspect of the arc was the generosity behind it. And that's I think that's the biggest part that makes people like it the most is that Scoping, instead of being stingy, was generous with their sourcing and everything in multiple ways. And that was pretty significant from my perspective. So I thought that was a good note for that arc. Karkin, we'll come to you for your experience on duality here. I enjoyed it. Um I was very engaged in making sure that I had everything done. That was, you know, as the uh, as you're going through. I was curious about the third mission chain, how that's going to affect, if that's going to play into storyline or, or gameplay. Like no the, spoilers. I actually haven't done mine yet. I need to, I'm now running out of time. I need to do it like tonight. Um, <laughs> so I, I've done, your video so that you can. Yeah, I've done the core missions for you guys. I won't for our, uh, then, but for our I, chapter I had a, video. I had a moment where I was like, ooh, really? Okay, that could be. But who knows? May or may not. But other than that, great arc. Um, few issues that, of the people I spoke to, there were a few issues with or the Ultra thing. That was, you know, other than that, really good arc. Okay. Excellent, excellent. All right, let's and see. For if the we record, got... I did have some like 38s message me being like, uh, you represent us really well. So I don't know who's, <laughs> who's crap talking me over there. <laughs> well, I'm glad that the 38s are looking into 32 for advice. And you know what? Again, you would be wise to heed it. Uh, he is a an extremely strategic player and plans everything to a T. Captain Mark, I'm going to give you the final word on yeah. October's duality. Good evening and welcome. Um, okay. Uh, the mission, I, I agree, was was pretty cool, uh, and it, it was uh, it was interesting. And I think it was better than the last uh, the last few, uh, especially whether or not going to uh, camping or going to the beach, which is just weird. Um, the uh, opportunity to get two officers was amazing. Uh, the, the path to having that was just a really really good move and i hope it continues in the future um cloaking uh i think i'm on the same side with you guys where uh, it wasn't a, a big uh plus for me uh, i think maybe because we're currently at peace right now so i guess if we were at war it might have been more of a any a, a help or more of a tool for us um but that wasn't the case so i just got it for to finish the uh, event and uh, everything else I think was was fairly good uh, it's it's a it's a it, we're going in the right direction and that I hope it continues excellent thank you very much for that captain mark and regarding cloaking and we can talk more about this uh, this coming Wednesday but I will remind you that while this month I believe a large number of players 
did engage in the events with their level 26 ships, the Legionary or the um, D3. D3. Uh, I believe that we, well, I don't believe, I know that Old Man has already come out and said, and we have been able to confirm that cloaks for more advanced ships will eventually become available not only in the event store that wraps up the seasonal arc, but also in the faction store over the next several months, um, which means that eventually, you know, your Saladins will be able to uh, unlock, uh, or not Saladins, rather, I should say Bordas would be able to, uh, or Centurion would be able to unlock cloaking <coughs> free-to-play, uh, essentially, with faction credits through your faction store. That means your Burrell uh, will be able to. That means your Augur will be able to, and presumably also the G4 ships, maybe even all the way up to the G5 ships, are going to eventually become available uh, for all this stuff. Um, this month, by using it, or by limiting it to the level 26 ships, I believe is probably why a lot of players don't find this super engaging. Um, I can tell you, there are probably many scenarios in which I would have found it more fun if I could have done it with my auger. Um, that said, for example, during the PvP event, I ran into a player. Gosh, I wish I could remember his name right now. He was brilliant on my server, server 15. Oh, gosh. Big Country is not here at the moment, I don't believe. I specifically talked to him about this player. Um, I can't even remember his tag now. Um, I think it was UNSF, and I want to give a, sh a huge shout-out to this player. And I'm so sorry, I can't remember your name. But man, he played the PvP event absolutely brilliantly with his cloak. Now, he used a lot of Tetrions, and he was doing it with a D4. So he clearly paid for it. Um, this is why I believe that in the coming months, when more players can open it up for their higher level ships, it will become more, uh, involving in, it, it'll become more involved in your gameplay. Uh, players will find better uses for it as time goes on when you can actually use it on your higher ships. This player used cloaking just absolutely brilliantly during the PvP event. Um, and we can talk again more about cloaking on Wednesday, and I'll even tell you a little bit of the story, and hopefully I can find the player's name so he can get the credit he deserves. Um, just brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant in the way he used it. Uh, I know I've shown you guys in videos before uh, how I will use a two-ship method in PvP. You know, I'll try to... I've got two different ships there crewed for two different styles or two different targets. And, and I will bait players. I will try to target and then I'll dodge and I'll evade and I'll try to attack with the proper ship. Cloaking essentially nullified that against me. This player was just brilliant. And I think players will find that this can be useful to them as it becomes available for your larger ships. Cause this guy was just lights out. He just slaughtered me. Um, and he did it by strategically using cloaking. And, and again, he used a lot of Tetrions. Okay. He, he obviously paid the pay packs had a lot of extra Tetrions. He used a lot, 
Um, but golly, he was <laughs> Bubba Joe wore me out, buddy. He was an Ops 38, just cleaning my clock with the use of his well-developed V4 and a healthy supply of Tetrions. He he took it to me. So, you know, maybe we're seeing some early, early potential in cloaking to really balance the the effect that cloaking can have in a PvP event. Whew. Just wore me out, buddy. Wore me out. Uh, and we'll talk about that uh, coming up on Wednesday. All right, folks, I thank you for joining us here. It's uh, getting a little bit late. I appreciate it. Bubba Joe, let me just point out to you, you will always have the uh, full authority of this show to grant a winner and a prize from the prize closet. I listened to your last show, and you weren't quite sure if you should give away 5,000 <laughs> trade XP. Uh, See, I, I told you, Bubba. Yep, handy, handy called it. Uh, absolutely would have honored that, and we will do that right here and right now. Contest and pick. Congratulations to Starhawk999. You're the winner of 5,000 trade XP here tonight on a, uh, uh, on a duality ending arc episode. Talking in cars with DJs. Thank you guys so very, very much for being here. Thank you for tuning in here on your Sunday night. And thank all of you for listening in podcast form or from our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. After the podcast is published, we thank all of you for consuming our content. Please be sure to visit that same website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, to find our YouTube channel where we've got a ton of content already mapped out and planned out for you this week, including a video here today that we launched on general improvements to the game with the Ultras, uh, some of the G5 stuff um, that players... Uh, I tell you, Gregor people have been really loving the G5 in uh, investigative chapter series that you and Bubba have been preparing for us players. Uh, <laughs> loving that series, even if they're nowhere near G5. I've uh, been getting a ton of comments about players just kind of excited about what could be coming in the future, what may be in their future, and overall just kind of seeing what Scopely has done on that end of the scale. So uh, thank you so very, very much for you guys continuing your research. And I can tell you, coming tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, we've got a video that will be popping on our YouTube regarding superhighways. Uh, players have been asking about what are these superhighways, what is the mechanic, how do I get them, and we have been telling people, just mine, do your mining, do your mining, get that raw intelligence, but don't do anything with it yet until we have a chance to publish the information tomorrow that finally comes. Uh, you will get your in-depth analysis of superhighways, exactly what is needed to progress and unlock those superhighways. And the, uh, what would you say, Gregor, the estimated time of arrival for a lot of players on how long it'll take to grind out this feature. And crazy enough, I think we can say here at this point, it is a grindable feature. Uh, feature. Super Highways, Bubba Joe, just if you were going to summarize in 15 seconds, feels to me like it is actually something in the G5 territory that can be absolutely free to play in a very reasonable amount of time. Yeah? It is absolutely free to play, and I would describe the superhighways as the G5 discovery. 
There you go. Uh, that's actually probably a really good way to put it. The G5 Discovery, superhighways, a breakdown analysis, and your path to unlocking these superhighways. That video comes tomorrow. Uh, be sure to check that out on our website. Also, while you're on our website, check out our brand new merch page. We've got merch, and we want you to check it out just in time for the holiday season. Listen, get your orders in now. Have no idea what the supply chain crisis is going to uh, do to the shipping times and to product availability. If you're looking for Talking Trek merchandise, because you listen to the show, you're a big fan, and you want the merch, we want you to have the merch, and the merch is now available. Get your orders in now for the upcoming holiday season. Visit our new merch page with all new redesigned merch from Snake Eyes. It's available at Talking Trek stfc.com in the meantime my name is ultimate djs i'm your friendly neighborhood cat person your host of talking trek wishing you and yours a very wonderful uh remainder of your weekend thank you so much for tuning in and uh, appreciate all of you for being here with that said i'm gonna say good night to you meow for now we'll catch you on the next one love you mean it see you later mm, bye meow <laughs>